party. Oh, really? I did. Hey, guys! Right. Hold on! I put it right Shut in your ass. Shut the fuck up! Hey, man. Fuck Brady! I've got a toast for every motherfucker in this bar. Nobody's been by my side. 30 years I broke up with my wife. The only, the only person that was left for me was my Burrow Blonde Woo! by Mayday. Damn, Cheers to Burrow Blonde. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pressured you into it? To like... No, because I because see what happened was what happened yeah. was we yeah. suckered you into coming to see my girlfriend play music. So you guys actually showed up and shit. and supported and supported. And then we were like, you guys said you wanted to just come by and do a show one time, and we were like, uh, don't fucking uh, write a check. Your ass can't cast because we got no guests this weekend. So <laughs> <laughs> we were like, all right, let's, <laughs> let's do it boys. then. I think your exact words were because uh, you I think you said you were tired of tired of uh, Kyle hogging the mic every time you get. Yeah, which is why we only have four mics and Kyle's on one right now. <laughs> Dude, do you guys need another mic? I think I might be able to get you one. My, my friend Jordan has like donations? two mics. It's we not don't. That we don't have enough mics. We only so have we four channels input, on this. So. On this. On this. Uh, All right. This is Woodbine, bro. Well, Barry Hill, technically. But. My. Uh, we got a Sapphire a few years ago. Are we on? Should I be talking? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I also I like. The, I just said <laughs> that I have only have four channels and pointed down on the table, and Kyle just looked at my nuts. That was. You got one channel there, brother. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a Sapphire Pro, I think it's called, uh, like years ago. And it wasn't that expensive, but it has eight, I think, eight channels. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty good little board. Hmm. We're going to be investing soon. We're going to we need, some new, we need to find a sponsor I'm for not, I mean, new equipment. I, I, I mean, we could do it ourselves. We're just fucking cheap. It's <laughs> an airy head on this beer. Yeah, dude, that's a beautiful beer. Oh, is that a boy. fucking angry redhead? Beautiful pour. It's really airy too, if you mm -hmm. look at it. Like it's not like a thick head. It's one like, of those uh, properly canned beers from Mayday Brewery. Wow. <laughs> they do it right. <clears throat> they know how to put some beer in some fucking metal cans. Exactly. You're, are you? What are you eating? I stole one of uh, his bamboo snacks. Oh, coconut. Yeah. Isn't coconut that bamboo gonna fuck with the beer Ooh. flavor in your mouth? Well, it's actually complimented because it's got caramel kind of flavors in it. And it's not just that, but. <coughs> I had like you know when you've had like four different types of heavy brews and they're sort of all on your palate. I needed to sort of cleanse my palate a little uh, bit. He, so he just like a real professional um, talk show host. He yep. he made sure before he got on the mic he put some caramel in his mouth. So he just mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never. You know you know what broke. you know what goes good on the mic Taff, toffee on your breath. <laughs> Why don't you grab a fucking lollipop? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I apologize to the people out there that hate mouth noises. It doesn't bother me personally. Like when Even I if you're like, if it's quiet and everyone's eating in the room and, you're, and everyone's just like. I mean, maybe if I were you. just neurotic enough to like, you. Incredible, so like pay a, a lot of attention to it. I mean, no, I'm probably going to eat my fucking food and enjoy it, you know, not worry I'll about it. I also, like, I am definitely one of those people that doesn't mind hearing yeah, it. I don't hear it. Because it? it's, I don't know, it's, it's. It's you guys ever like, had a blowjob? It's, I mean, it's almost like, like attractive to yeah, hear it to me. It's, some, it's a noise that makes like, me want to hear it more. Yeah, I'm not really? going to be eating yeah, a slice of pizza while I'm getting a blowjob, <laughs> though. A, it's I like would a, love to eat a slice of pizza and get a blowjob. I would distract you? 
texture. If I was eating like, like eat to eat, texturally sonic thing that like I don't know, it's just it's kind of cool. I think it, I, I, it's 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 like smelling gasoline. Like you smell gasoline. It, I do I like it. I do enjoy the smell. What is he talking about? Mouth sounds and mics. In this episode, Pete digs a hole. Pete <laughs> talks about uh, some of his favorite sounds. Some of his favorite fetishes. Including mouth noises oh. and queefs. Butt puckers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and gargling. <laughs> How many different types of mouth noise, Pete? <laughs> Please, can you uh, tell me we're recording all this? Oh, no, oh, we not are. a new we're, we haven't quite. We haven't technically Pete. started the show yet, so this is just... We might have to cut but some of this But this is all staying in. Oh, we better not. <laughs> oh, good. It better not. I this just talked a, about getting This is actually the commercial for Mayday pizza, right now. So. <laughs> oh. Yes. Mayday makes me say weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think we need a Mayday out of this conversation. <laughs> I got a video of Alex. SOS. Are you going to do the intro officially, or is it like... Yeah. yeah this is just do sort you, of the pre, you know... Do you remember oh. the Budweiser thing you did when we were sitting outside of that studio? You're like... No. Budweiser. Absolutely delicious. Oh, no, no, no. I said drink fresh. <laughs> Yeah, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> I said, do you remember? I'll clearly, I, didn't I remember. do On remember. On today's episode of Pete Digs a Hole, episode <laughs> Peter severely misremembers a joke. It's my life. It was, yeah. My yeah, life. It was drink fresh. It was stupid. But it's I funny when you watch it, I guess. Drink fresh. Go dig a hole, kids. I'm laughing at all these mouth noises and... and Mis- misread jokes? Yeah. But. Well, buckle in. Here we go. Do your interest so I can ask you questions about your book. Oh. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, coalesce, cogitate, cavort with us for Share Your Buzz episode 111. This is episode 111. Whoa. And 111 times we've got on the mic and pretended we know what we're doing. I think we have to make a wish. Oh my wish. God, Isn't guys, that it's like 111. Let's like... make a wish. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I wish to, to drink beer right now. <laughs> wish granted. I, I wish right. this, this, uh, this Mayday supply never never <laughs> runs out of my fridge. Right. My name is Chris. Tony. And, uh, yeah, we're joined uh, by Kyle, Peter, and Alex. <coughs> I was would say uh, from the band Charge Atlantic, but tonight you guys are just here as our buds hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Taking it. Thanks for having us over. Did you say taking yeah. it? <laughs> we talked about butts earlier, Tony. We're not talking about butts we right did. now. Oh, we did. We did talk about butts. Kicking it. Oh, I say, this, what, what happens on the patio before the show stays on the patio before the show. Until we bring it into the show. <laughs> drag it in the patio, half dead. Uh, drag it in like a like a um, like the old um, Flintstones cartoons where they would drag the girl with a club by the hair. And, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That's coming back. So we have, we're playing a little Caribbean <laughs> ring coming, toss. It's coming course. back. Yeah. <laughs> What's coming back? It's like dragon misogyny. Oh. <laughs> I don't know, man. You get arrested for this. Dude, it's fucking Trump's America. It's all good now. <laughs> what is that? What is that picture you showed me? A Dan Blazarian grabbing a girl by her puss. Yeah, like literally right after. Was, right Trump after. Said, was, a res- was it a response? Yeah, it was? it was. Yeah, it was just he's the type of guy that would uh, exploit that that statement and make it seem like it was normal behavior. So it's a, mm. a picture of him sitting in a, you know, like a poolside chair with a really attractive model with her, like, leg up on his chair. Mm-hmm. And he's literally holding on to her, her what do they call it? You, you, labia? Labia. You're, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do they call that part? Her, and he quotes, his quote for the Instagram post is Trump's quote. 
Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. When you rich, they let you do what you want. Is it really a grab though? If you're just pinching a labia, it's like. <laughs> well, it's, but then again, I'm how like, do you I'm grab, sort of like, like, no. I'm trying to think, like, what, what should I think about that, man? With like, Trump's little hands, I hope that dude's that mother grabbed him. him like, <laughs> I hope his mom that's called funny. him. And was like, that's son, good. seriously, dude. Like, that's fucking. He I'll should be like, mom, get off my Instagram, dude. Does anyone do? Or does everyone have an Instagram account here? Yeah, I do. You don't. Kyle doesn't. Pete, Pete, do you? Have yeah, one? I do. You do. I do. You said you don't. Mm-hmm. Do you? I do. I do for sure. Yeah. Does anyone's parents follow them on that? I don't even yes, think about Facebook what I post. I'm Instagram, like, I no. I think about my parents seeing what I post. You know, like My folks do follow me on Facebook, but Facebook is now like yeah. kind of for old people, so <coughs> I, right. you expect that. Yeah, it's like a way to stay in touch now. Yeah. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Like, I always, like, I don't, I'm like using it less and less to stay Dude, in touch. Dude, do you ever follow, you make a good point, because it happens, I think, more with like uh, party people or young people, or especially like party girls or like guys, or it's... You see their Facebook profile, and they're like, you, you could tell that their Facebook is mom and dad approved. And then you go to their Insta- yeah. the same person on Instagram is like uh, bikini pics, fucking just wild just animal, beer bong, just ah, just yeah, dude, absolutely, Wait, tits ahoy. I do that too, probably it's like unconsciously. Yeah, because I'll put shit up on Instagram. It's probably worse than anything I'd put up on Facebook. Show probably because I know my Show parents, Tony. my parents aren't, or my mom is, and my dad isn't. Did you find the picture? Oh, we're looking at this picture now. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is having a hard time zooming in on it. He keeps on zooming into uh, the guy's legs. I'm like, this is, this is not Blazarian's in shape. Man, oh yeah, so. he's a uh, he's ripped. Yeah. What's that dude's name again? That guy's Dan Blazarian. Like, how did he make all of his money? That's he, a- I forget because I think there was like there's one side of the story which is it was all given to him, but it's not quite that. Because I heard him on a Joe Rogan podcast explain it once, and I was hoping Pete would interject and remember for me. I can't. No, all but I it's like a myth that it was like give it straight up given to him. I think he's just a, like a smart like a trust fund baby or something. But may have had some help, you know, growing up. It takes money to make money, kind of deal. Oh, so he had true. some money, and and he used it intelligently and and made his own fortune from it. And now he's just kind of a like a social figure that. Yeah. Gets probably he probably has crazy endorsements for his YouTube or and yeah, staying yeah. in Instagram shape page. And like, yeah, and for posting know, shit like, that yeah. people like to look at. And when you can draw eyes and likes and shit, people want to advertise so, on your page. Chris, we need to take a picture of uh, me pinching your labia, <laughs> and then <laughs> we'll get fucking a million hits and be fucking goddamn. You'd get more than a, if Chris had labia. You'd get way more than a fucking million hits, dude. Fucking hashtag dude, with this beard and a fucking pussy. Lab- yeah. Oh my god. I you'd could... be famous. Oh, How long have you had that that cut? Just a, like I'm just this is just a teaser. I'm just having fun with. This I'm, I, I haven't said anything all night because he Personally. he got mad at me on Wednesday night. I didn't get mad at you. I was just like. He, after like the twelfth joke, I was like, "Motherfucker, the magician." I can't stop the it. Magician. Don't make me make fun of your fucking upside down dolly mustache. I got no. Fu- I do. <laughs> but see, I make I take the power away. I make fun of myself because I know I can't grow facial hair. I wish everybody here's got a fucking dope ass beard except me. So, Chris, you look like Captain Morgan in LSD. <laughs> <laughs> got into a severe truck crash. <clears throat> <laughs> Wait, I got a Captain Morgan one the other day from, from Chase. Uh, I can't remember it, but it doesn't. 
Oh my god. Well, my joke on Wednesday when I first saw it was that he looks like an out of work Vegas magician. <laughs> yeah, and what he was wearing good. the other night too. That's pretty oh, good. Yeah. What was it? It was <laughs> like a, it was like one of those like tan jackets that has, that has fur on the inside and those like that jacket was wood dope, leather. Dude, it is a I'm not talking jacket. shit on what you're wearing. Actually, looked great. And then one of those like oh, button-up shirt yeah. that had like the shoulder like the shoulder design on it, like the floral design, like all those tiny little colorful flowers. But like just on like the shoulders. Yeah, he looked like channel. a gay cowboy musician. He looked like he belonged <laughs> at a craps table in yeah. Vegas. Oh yeah, dude. Hey, I like it. I appreciate it. It looked know? great. <laughs> Always bet on black. <laughs> you look like the guy when you walk in the bar, like through the saloon doors, like everybody stops, piano player turns around. He's like, Err. Yep. And then you you got got it. It. You're <laughs> always walking through saloon doors. That handsome bearded. Vagina you walker. Bring... <laughs> vagina walker. That's the, the labia beard guy. <laughs> the, beard guy. the bearded labia. That's his circus act. Does, does anyone here know trust fund babies? Like personally? Like people who... I like, have known one in the past, uh, yes. I've, what I've was, had a couple friends that yeah, like had some money. Legit trust fund babies. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Parents weren't dead yet, but... you know. Oh, you know what? Is, wait, is that, <laughs> does that count? Maybe like, I'm, I'm using it no, wrong. No, no, no. Well, I'm thinking kids... I don't think... Okay. I'm thinking kids that know they're going to come into money and they act accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, these kids anyways. had money. How how did they yeah. behave? Like, I wonder if there's... If we can find, like, a common thread... Like, cause I knew one. Are you are you trying to stereotype well, people? I'm trying to see if I can. <laughs> I think you could defer- differentiate it too between uh, a a kid that's lost his parents. That's oh. gonna affect him in a certain way versus a kid that still has. A Everybody knows if you're a trust fund baby and you lose your parents, you become Batman. That's it's true. That's pretty much a rule. <laughs> fighting crime or starting a porn production company or something, you know, just yeah. crazy. Like. <clears throat> That's a, that Why, did did, Bat- did Batman Batman had a side hustle? That's he did. That's <laughs> a, yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. It was called. It was called. It was called Batbus. He just drove around with <laughs> Batbus. <laughs> Batwing <laughs> Productions. Batporn Productions. Batbust. <laughs> the uh, the, the trust fund guy I knew was one of uh, Josh Such's friend from. URI, and he just all he does is live on a sailboat in Newport Harbor, Newport, Rhode Island, and he just fucking gets stoned and hangs out. But you would never think he was wealthy otherwise. Like, he's just super chill, nice guy. But yeah, he was a trust fund baby. I think he sails around all the time. That's it interesting sounds, you say that, and and, and you said awesome. you wanted to find a, a common thread because I had the same experience with the guy that I knew, but you find. Like on TV and in media, they portray like in they portray these the trust fund baby as always like the douchebag, but the guy that I knew was um, his father was one of those Native Americans where if you prove you're a certain um, descendant of a certain tribe, you get like a certain amount of money from the government. Holy shit! And so he got government money, and he also he he parlayed that into owning like a part of a, a major casino somewhere. And so this kid was set for life, <clears throat> and we uh I knew him for a little while. He owned a stereo comp- installation company that me, my buddy worked for. So, like, it would, so we, like, this was back, like, in the 90s, and everybody was hooking their cars up and everything. Oh, dude. So it was all, like... Had to have a system. <clears throat> yeah. Pin so, my ride. <laughs> so the guy owned... This was, like, his hobby, which is owning this company to build car- build cars and stuff. So a couple times he invited... He lived in Ormond Beach, in, which is, like, right north of Daytona. So it was New Year's Eve for, like, 2000 and 2001. We hung out with him, and... It was the dude was super super cool, super chill. A young cat, like probably about our age now, but we me and my buddy were teenagers at the time, probably like 19, 20 years old. But we were hanging out with him and uh, 
same kind of thing. He was super, super cool. You would never tell he was wealthy, except for the fact that they just, he thinks, like, he thought a certain way where, like, giving things away or doing things that, would, to me, would be, like, a big deal was, like, no big deal to him as far mm -hmm. as, like, <clears throat> uh, I can't find, a, th this is the conversation I heard from the bedroom one time when, when we, he was trying to get ready to go out, and me and, me and my buddies were all in the living room, and he was in the bedroom trying to get ready, and we heard, I can't, f all my fucking good clothes are dirty. I'm just going to go to the store and buy a new fucking shirt. And and wow. that just that just never fucking happened. That's something I can't just I can't just buy a new shirt because my clothes are dirty. Yeah, I got to plan that out. Is, what like, we're used to is I can't find any of my my nice clothes. Shit, I gotta go to the hamper and pull them all out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just put them back. I remember on. wear them dirty. Spray I remember he, we walked. The dude smoked. Um, the dude smoked the ganj and like as rich people will do if you don't have any fucking drug tests to take and shit. So he walked. He walks True. into we walk into his place and he's like, "You guys help yourself to whatever you want. Hey, if if you smoke." There's some in the freezer, and we walk up, we go in there, dude, and there's, like, there's not a baggie of marijuana. There's, like, a branch of, of, of like, a marijuana tree with, like, <laughs> <What>? bu <laughs> with, like, a bunch of, like, fucking buds on it, like, and, oh and he's, like, he's, like, yeah, just, Fresh just, hell. just, like, take whatever you want. It was all, like, crystallized and everything, and then, Holy shit. and I had all the booze you could ever want, and we were, like, 19, 20 years old, so to us, we were, like, partying was, like, the biggest thing in the world to us. It was, like, we didn't give a fuck about it if he actually had his shit together. We were just, like, oh, this is, everything we can ever want is here. Yeah. That's uh, amazing. He's, like, what do you, what do you guys want to take tonight? You guys want to take, like, uh, the Hummer or the, or the, the Lexus? And I was like, I've never ridden a Lexus before. Please let me drive the Lexus. He let you and drive it? Yeah, yeah, let me drive it. But only for a minute, like not when we were messed up or anything. But we drove around town to like, like go down, get ready. Down the driveway, and then as soon as you get to I, the street. Like, I, I took it up. <laughs> I, I took it one cruise up A1A. And, but yeah, uh, that was the only experience I ever had with somebody that was really, really wealthy. And then soon enough, soon enough uh, he got tired of, I think he got tired of owning that shop. And he moved on to his next venture. And he just, we, I never talked to him again. But it was like for that one summer or that or that one New Year's Eve, that like that one year that we hung out with him, it was like, like oh my shit, this is like what real wealthy people are like. Now right. you can reach out and send him this podcast and be like, look, we talked about you. Right. <laughs> send me some sponsorship money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guy Bye. that I don't even remember your name. Look, I talked about you. <laughs> I'd be interested, man, if somebody talk about you. mentioned my name in a podcast. I would be, I would love to hear it. I'm always worried about what people are thinking about me. <laughs> I also it's don't want to. Of you, I, well, I also don't want to say that this dude had a bunch of drugs in his freezer and then shout, shout his name out there to oh, the world. Like, true. <laughs> now he's on to like really corporate level business ventures, and you're talking about the weed that he had in his yeah. freezer. <laughs> probably not. He's probably a drunk Indian. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was Native American, right? That's crazy. Uh, I'm sorry for the stereotype, all my Native American listeners. We just lost a whole. Uh, Tribes, the whole demographic. <laughs> 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 Kyle's covered oh his face. <laughs> lost one of our tribes. Oh my god, putting his, he's putting his white hood on. That's not helping. <laughs> oh Why would you a wear white a white sweatshirt tonight when you knew we were going to talk about Indian tribes, you idiot? <laughs> That's it. Well, now there goes our um our Cherokee sponsorship. <laughs> We had the uh, casino money a lot. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Oh, that's crazy too. Like <laughs> that they have. have. You guys ever been to one of their casinos? I've like never the been Fox to the Indian or like Mohegan no. Sun or something. Never. Like, I've driven past them. Like, uh, isn't it also weird that they don't have a lot of Indian casinos down in the south? Oh, it's not because the Cherokees oh, did the Trail of Tears, man. They got kicked out. You know, like sad. The Trail of Tears doesn't go through Florida because there it's just. 
it, it's so much sweat. You can't tell what's sweat and what's tears. It's just, it's just, it's just uh, it's a trail of sweat. Oh wow, it's Dude, hot. There's, there's a cra- there's an interesting history book called um, uh, People's History of the United States, and I've like I've read like part of it, but it's so so nuts because they have like letters between, like the um, colonialists and uh, like Indian chiefs and stuff, the Native American chiefs, and it's it's so interesting because they're like super intelligent and they're just some of them are like like we obviously like the 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 native american chiefs are like we obviously disagree on things like the way you view property like we've never we don't know what property is like you keep using this word and like i think i get what you're saying uh, but we just don't we've never heard of this idea before like super like intelligent letter like written to a colonialist about like explaining their way of life and how you could just you it just hits you like how completely different like our whole idea like we now we go by the colonial rules we have property mm-hmm. yeah. we own shit well, they didn't they, own mm-hmm. things <clears throat> because the not. the winners tell write the books and tell the stories so yeah. but can you imagine if we wouldn't have showed up for like another couple hundred years like what how far along they might have been like if we let's say we did I wonder sh- let's say uh, europeans did show up but didn't kill half of them off and like it, bring all their diseases and shit and like what if we actually had a fucking standoff where they were like, no, this is our fucking yeah. land, and, yeah. And isn't that crazy? The diseases killed way like the diseases that we brought. There's a really interesting book called Guns, Germs, and Steel, mm. and it goes in depth on. It's a huge book, and it goes in depth on a lot of different things. But it covers like uh, Native Americans and stuff, and like I don't remember the number, but the like the diseases that the like, white man brought killed obs- like over ninety yeah. percent of mm-hmm. Indians, like. Forget all it's the South America too. All like, the warring, like, yeah. It was like the diseases, and like it had it had a lot to do with. Like it's interesting how nature works. How like um, the reason the white man had all these diseases that didn't affect them is because for many I don't know thousands of years with our property and, and agriculture we lived with animals and we became like immune and used to all of it mm-hmm. so then when we came over we had all these diseases and native americans didn't have that kind of system they didn't have and the immunity build up yeah to... because they didn't like live with animals like as yeah. close as, as uh europeans <laughs> did so because of that not because not just because of the technological advances but because of the diseases the white man brought with them mm-hmm. like just absolutely just wiped them out which is kind of like which is nuts Con- contrary to what you would believe because you, when you think of Indians you think of like people that live on the land they live with animals they live you know like they live in yeah you know yeah they live I know what with, you're saying with the land and with the animals so like they, well, would, I think, be, they would be more used to that I think it was but it's not close quarters just, they just leave the animals in the wild because they live in harmony yeah. mm-hmm. you know so I guess it's different it's weird whereas well that you, you find that that that's that type of um, that those type of th- germs and that type of biology is not um, unheard of now. Like, if you take somebody who grew up in, like, the Northwest and you send them to the Caribbean, they're probably going to get sick for a while mm-hmm. because they're not used to the bugs that are down there or the air or the things that are just not, you know, you bring different... That's why they don't drink the water in Mexico, you know? So. I mean, shit, allergies when you move to a different part of the country. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden you have allergies and shit that you never Dude, thought you had allergies here, to. Dude, we yeah. all got, like, hoof, Cra- foot, and mouth disease. Yeah, hoof, straight up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hand, foot, and mouth disease. You whatever. Fucking horse. I'm still man. suffering from it. <laughs> that was really insensitive. That? He's got hoof foot. Hand, you foot, turn into a goddamn goatman. Man, it's goatman. weird. Like you get these little uh, like bumps 
on your palms and your the bottoms of your feet. Oh, it's you so get itchy, up, and then you get a really like uh, itchy. It, it feels like you have paper cuts on your hands, and you're Ooh. like, why are my hands stinging randomly? Yeah, I can't huh. see anything. And there, you might see like little nicks, and you're like, I, where did I get all these like random paper cuts from? They kind of itch and hurt, yeah. but then eventually they develop into like full on sores. Dude, my nails were like falling off. Yeah, and shit. Oh, shit. I had, like, and they were in my mouth, my and I couldn't nuts. swallow. Yeah, it was crazy. It was the. It was maybe the one of the. You yeah. got it too, didn't you? Twice? The fuck are you talking about? I've I never thought, heard I'm, of this. I thought that what was herpes. What is this? <laughs> I got it from. Uh, are you at telling the me so? Like so? Like really? if I moved Mostly up north, little kids get it. Hmm. So yeah. more what kids get it? Little kids get it like uh, ages so six. So if under. I moved up north, would I get the northern version of the hand foot? No, it's it's actually uh, no. it's ass to mouth disease. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never. But heard I, of that I have shit. a feeling it sounds you'd be incredibly fine. painful. I'm glad I've not had it. But yeah. Yeah, I, I, I I've heard of it. I did not realize it was that severe. Well, it's horrible. It's, it's probably as... I mean, it's a, every bit as bad as the flu. Maybe worse. The sore throat that you get lasts like a week or two weeks, and it's like the worst sore throat. It's out of control. It's, yeah, it's, it's really, it's like really bad. It's like raw pain. It's not like a regular sore throat. It's like you have open wounds. It feels like you have open wounds oh, in your throat. Because you do. You have you open sores like in your throat. Shit. Like, what did you eat? Like, what did... I don't remember what I did to eat. I probably lost like five pounds. You I can't, definitely went There's away. nothing you can eat that makes it feel better. <laughs> you know how you can like have something cold with a sore throat and it's like okay? Mm-hmm. It makes it worse. It. With, oh, uh, the lactic acid on those was I went to McDonald's and got a milkshake like the first week I had it. I remember And this. that milkshake was like fire. Yeah, I remember this. It Damn. burned so bad. Yeah, I yeah, threw it you out. thought it was going to be cold. Mm-hmm. I totally remember that. It was so fucked yeah. up. All of us got uh, it. I watched some good movies when I was fucking sick, though, because I, <laughs> mo- I couldn't move. You know, sometimes you're sick. You like you, you got a sinus thing going on, right? But you yeah, go about your day. I, wanna, you, you, like, I wanna remember s- to stick with it. Go ahead. Make, no, I'm sorry. I'm talking. I want to remember. I think I might name this show Hoof, Foot, and Ass Disease. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Hoof, Foot, and Ass Disease. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh man. It's all right. I'll remember. I'll remember. I'm not going to forget that. What's shit. the worst sickness you've ever had? Oh, I had pneumonia some one time when I was a kid that I had to be hospitalized for. That was pretty really? bad. Yeah. What why what, what are the like, why did you have to be hospitalized? Why couldn't you just be on that? I don't know anything about pneumonia. Like I know that you can get it after you get the flu or something. I think it was like a combination of a couple of things like a pneumonia with the bronchitis with like a with a bunch of infections that just like but yeah, I had to be in the hospital. For so what they what they do to you in the hospital? Did they just like hook you up to an IV? It was on an IV, and then apparently I'm a violent sleeper even as a child because Whoa. I pulled it, I pulled the IV out in the middle of the night and they they had to come in and put it back in me and they couldn't find the vein and I was I was like goddamn I, I mean, looking back at it now I'm like I was a, I'm a fucking kid just can't you do something but uh, yeah this is back I guess before they had like now like that I think you could just take like a. Uh, you could t- or like orally take something for that, but I mean, I guess back in the '80s they had to put a stick me in with a needle in my arm, and I remember they had to they had to put like a uh, what do they call that when you have like a when you have to set your arm with like a, a splint or something like that. Uh huh. Uh, they had to put one of those on my arm and then attached and t- wrap with tape with the with the needle so that I wouldn't actually pull it out again. Yep. So they stuck in my I've arm. Seen that? Well, that's pretty hardcore, Chris. What's the worst? I got bit on the dick when I was. I remember by this. A, this is not a joke. I've heard this story. By a fucking spider when I was. 
Oh, I was like, okay, what? you know what? It was the same year that I first got my first pubes under my armpit. I remember that. It was like a historic <laughs> year for that reference. Uh, so, okay, anyways, <laughs> my mom had this little I want room. everybody to picture a homeless Tony Stark telling this story right now. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal. So it, I, I lived here in Nashville with my dad, but uh, my mom lived in Shelbyville, Tennessee, and I would go see her during the summers. And so um, so I'm down there, and, and she had, had this little bed set up in this back room of the house. It was an old-ass house from, like, the 20s or something, old farmhouse. It's one of those ones where, like, you had to go outside into another room to do laundry. It's like, you know what I mean? It's an old-ass house. Well, needless to say, I get bit on the fucking dick by a spider. And I That's not needless to say. That's needful to say. Needful to say. <laughs> needful to say. Excuse me. I got bit. You don't, on just, the you dick. don't just graze over that part. Like it's like. So so anyway, I got bit by a spider on the, the dick. That's the point of the story. Like, yeah, like you, you just bury the lead for real. I'm sorry, I'm not a good storyteller. This is a great story. <laughs> so I get bit on the dick, and I I had remember seeing a brown recluse a few days before. So. My dick swells up, and it's like it swells up in a way to where I got I got bit in the middle of the dick, mm -hmm. so it was like regular dick, a big fat like round tube, and oh, then God. more regular dick. Like your dick, <laughs> like your dick fucking swallowed a meal. <laughs> it yes, like a snake yeah. trying to like eat something too big for its body. <laughs> I think we have a competition uh, of names going for this episode. Cock snake, cock, cock dick, or cock, cock dick. Snake. Yeah. But I remember Pete's the, contribution, wor the worst part Thank was, yeah. I was like, oh my God, if it's a brown recluse, my dick's going to fall off. Oh, I have, I've never had sex. You know, I was like a kid. Just like, <laughs> I've been never showed you I've never had sex. <laughs> like, please don't let my dick fall off before I get a girl. And be like, you know, I'm younger, you know. Anyways, so the wor worst part is, is I had to show my fucking mom. And I'm also at that awkward age where it's like, you don't want to show your mom your no. dick anymore. Oh yeah, that specific age I don't yeah. want to show my mom my mom my exactly. dick. Exactly. I mean, like, I like, like 31, 32. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? When you're a kid, you know, it's like Right, like nowadays I just whip it out from my mom. Right, whatever. right. But <laughs> I, I was old enough I was, I was like I did like god, my mom has to see my dick. I was like, fuck. And I go in that show her and she like laughs, dude. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I remember her kind of chuckling. First, she puts like, out her palm mall, and then she, she's <laughs> like, "Baby, baby." <laughs> Just rub some alcohol and be fine. No, that's pretty she, much what I did because I never went to the hospital for it. She's like, "You're gonna be all right." And I remember like, "You'll be all right." I just remember hoping that it wasn't a brown recluse. She's like, "No, I don't think it's a brown recluse bite," but. She didn't bother to take me to the fucking hospital, but... Have you been doing any, like, weird jerking off before this happened by any chance? <laughs> right. Because it, it seems like your mom was a little too calm about this situation. <laughs> no. Like, no, yeah, no, I've seen this God. before. You no, were, no, You're no. yanking a little harder than she, I before. Yeah, uh, she no did not deal. take me to uh, the hospital. I think you had hoof spider dick disease. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. My dick was swelled up, dude. It was like... Very good. I'm not joking, dude. It was Show like, me how much, like... Well, ish like ratio so here, was here's it like a, here's boom. A, yeah, here's the here's the normal dick level. Uh huh. For those of you who can't see at home, my fingers pointing out, and then it was like that much higher. He's like, like got a, an like inch off his. He's like an inch off all the way around. Oh my and then God, it was like normal dude. dick again. It was it like added an extra inch of girth <laughs> all the way around your dick. But oh, just was, in the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's fabulous. It's like. Like a, <laughs> never mind, I don't know. Look like a skinny guy in, a, in an inner tube. 
Oh my god. <laughs> it was weird. For one dude. week you were ribbed for everyone's pleasure. <laughs> it went, yes, I was. I was I was one rib. Mm-hmm. Just oh one rib. God, that's just one rib. It was brutal, man. One, one did you? All right, I know this is weird, but did you get hard at all while you had this? No, dude. No, not at all. I don't remember. I was young, though. I'm not even sure, like... You could get... No, I think I was old enough. I think I, I was How old were you? You were of the age of Ish. erection. Remember, I was telling you, like, I had I had grown my first... Yeah, you I were old enough to get hard. Dude, there were so many names for the show. I think so the, the age of erection 12, might be the name of the show. 11, 12, 13, somewhere 12, You were absolutely 11. old enough to get a boner. So absolutely. Maybe, I'm sure I'd had a boner. I had probably had a boner. Yeah, I was getting But I definitely didn't get a boner like oh, that, dude. though. Like, I, I mean, I was just scared for my dick's life, you know? Like, it was just, <laughs> Mom, I, I think it's going to fall off. I, I was going to lose it and never be able to, like, you know... Dude, I just love the part where your mom laughed when you pulled it Yeah, out. dude, she was... Oh. That must and have you scarred imagine, you. Right? Like, he starts telling his mom, like, all right, I have to show you something, and there's something wrong. Yeah, how did wrong. you approach that? And like... then she's, like, freaking out, like, okay, no. son, what happened? And he's I... like, well, it's it's a thing. It's I just... And he's nervous, so she's, like, waiting, and the anxiety is building, and then he's like... I'm nervous. I'll show you, I guess. And he starts to pull his pants out, and she's like... <laughs> This sounds like a you fucking. Idiot. Did you see this on Brazzers.com? Right, right. right yeah, right. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. No, I remember telling her, like, Mom, I got bit on it. I don't know what you guys search on Brazzers, but that's some weird damn, shit. Dude. I think I saw it on Batbus. I had a I had a tick on my balls once, mm. and I found it in the shower. Mm. But nothing happened. I just pulled it off and finished jerking off, and I was good. Hot mic. <laughs> I feel like our equipment's gonna catch on fire. I just heard like a pop. <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm I'm glad I'm married. I don't have to worry about. Hey, this so how did this come about? So like, what's your worst? That's my worst medical thing. I mean, I broke my arm once playing football, but I mean, you know, yeah, it just broke. My arm. <laughs> yeah, that's not as good as the one you told. That's me. Yeah, yeah, that's. So what do you got? Who else is up? I don't want to talk. How are you gonna follow that? Yeah. yeah All right. Seriously. So my worst medical. Unless, unless you issue. had a spider crawl out of your dick hole. It's kind of a long story. I got I got a good one though, cause I fucking swelled up pretty hardcore. Uh, I had to go to the emergency room twice for it. Uh, I went to a Dave Matthews show with a girl that uh, I had dated years before, and we were just friends at this point. And you know, Did you break your dick. We were <laughs> swelled up real bad. I wish. I, I was ripped for that. pleasure for two days. No. Um, you know, the night was going well. As a young male, I was feeling like it was going in the direction where I might get lucky. And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. we both got hammered <coughs> drunk and uh, couldn't find my car after the concert. Mm. So she actually had like a semi-boyfriend at the time. So she called her boyf- boyfriend and he came and picked her up. And I was alone in the parking lot of the Comcast Center or whatever it is now up in Massachusetts looking for my car <clears throat> hammer drunk like near blackout coming in and out of consciousness and i cross over like the median between a, a section of the parking lot uh and it, it's kind of roped off so i step over with one leg and i go to step over with the other leg and i trip and i fall and drop my phone drop my keys drop everything and i pick up my phone first and then i can't find my keys so now, not only can I not find my car, but I also don't have my keys. Yeah, I'm completely fucked. I had an iPhone at the time, and in retrospect, I should have used my flashlight on my phone to find my keys, but I was too mm-hmm. drunk to realize that that was a possibility. So I'm tearing through the weeds of this median. What, was it like a dip? Yeah, yeah, dip down. Oh, like you're like in a ravine. Yeah, like, yep. Oh, yeah. Grassy, weedy. Like with a drain thing. at the end of it or something. 
Yeah, kind of. It was just a grassy area that they, they you know, they partitioned off because mm-hmm. it, you, you shouldn't go in there. And reason being... Because uh, this shit might happen. So I'll, I'll get to the reason being in a second, but I ended up having to call one of my buddies, and he didn't have a car at the time. I was too drunk to call a friend that had a car. So he called my mom, and he and my mom came and picked me up. I was the last person in the parking lot hanging out with security guards. Uh, and I finally found my car because it was the only car left in the parking lot. Picked me up. I went home. My mom was so fucking pissed at me. It was like an hour away from our house. I had to wake up and go to work the next morning. I went to work. And about halfway through work, I started to feel kind of shitty, like really shitty. Like my – obviously hung over, but also my immune system was like compromised in some way. Mm-hmm. So – it was a slower day. They let me off. I went home. I just kind of hung out. And around 6 or 7 o'clock at night, I started to feel like extra weight around my chin, which was really weird. So I went out into the living room, and I I was like just hanging out on my side of the house. I went out to the living room, and I started talking to my mom. And, and I was like, Mom, there's something going on. Like, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but, like, you know, it's just weird. And as I'm talking to her, like maybe 15, 20-minute time period, mm-hmm goes by and she sees my face start to swell up and she was like i think you might be having an allergic reaction or something i think you should go to the emergency room so my buddy that i called the night before greg drove me to the emergency room are these on facebook I, i'll look them up in the and when i got there yeah they are uh when i got there by the time i got to the er my face was blown up I don't have a big head to start with, but probably blew up to the size of like a basketball ish, maybe, Ooh. or like a full, like a five, size five soccer ball, like solid. Damn, solid yeah, yeah. swelling. Damn, we're talking full soccer swell. <clears throat> Apparently, put all the pieces together. The weeds that I was digging through to get my to try to find my keys, which I never found, by the way. <gasps> uh, I found it. There were it was poison ivy or poison oak, uh, and I. I remember. I, oh, just, oh, yeah. Dude, so you I had was, like a face full of poison oak. I had everything. My arms were covered. My face was covered. Everything was covered. I had shit on the in, insides of my thighs, almost up to my dick. Oh, it was yeah, look at insane. That. that was the oh, second yeah. day. We're looking at pictures right now. So it looks like you can post this on, on Share Your Buds Facebook I, I, as I a recap. I, 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 I don't yeah, want to scare people away. So the next people won't be able to look away. The next morning, we were scheduled to drive to. We were scheduled to drive to Boston. Oh, God, it's Blake Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's, this isn't Pete. This is Los Angeles Clippers player Blake Griffin. Now we have to post it online. Yeah, Hashtag Blake Griffin. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. Oh, man. The next morning, we were scheduled to go record a couple, to- a couple songs yeah. in Boston. So we woke up at like... Seven in the morning, packed a van, drove all the way up there. Dude, by this time, the picture that we're all laughing about now is what my face Full looked force. like all day. Oh. And we're recording, how many, I don't know, we recorded like two yeah. or three songs. Yeah. And I'm in the studio all day. We're like, not only trying to figure out how to record and order, what, what, what order we're going to record, but we're also trying to uh, schedule around like how often I should be in the drum room with the air conditioner on because it's a big mill. And the only air conditioning was in like the studio rooms, like the control room and the drum room. So I had to be in there with the AC on so that I didn't fucking burn up. Mm-hmm. But then when I was playing, I had to shut the AC off 
So it got super fucking hot in there. He's calling, Kyle's calling his mom, who's a nurse, asking her questions like, yo, Pete's face looks like it's about to pop. What do we do? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, he needs to go to the ER. I went to the Boston, the ER in Boston. It was fucking insane, Damn, man. man. It lasted for, I was out of work for three weeks before the poison ivy went away. I had it all over my arms, legs, face. It was. Dude, that's so. It, I, ha, I, I think I have like. A bit of an anxiety issue at this point in my life. You do. Because of that, that experience. It was insane. <laughs> I know you do. Because I, I worked landscaping for a couple summers in a row with, with Aaron. And every time after work, you would keep your distance. And you'd, like, be jokey about it. But, like, now that I realize, how, like, you weren't kidding. Yeah. You were yeah. just, like, kind of being lighthearted and, like, using jokes. But, you, no, you were, like, stay the fuck away from me. I don't want I to hear you, you have at that, all. You have he, that picture of your own face, like... As, as a warning label. To like you know those bracelets that people wear? <laughs> I wear like a lanyard with a picture of my face like that so people know. You Don't should. touch me. <laughs> Dude. Uh, yeah, so that's mine. I'm allergic too, but I'm not allergic to that degree. That's You're allergic to spider bites in your dick, apparently. <laughs> well, who wouldn't be? Fuck. Actually, you know what? That allergy might come in handy. You might want to keep some brown recluses around every once in a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who needs Viagra? Pinch, the back, the, of their, pinch the back of their heads and just like stab your dick a bunch all up and down mm. it until it's exactly where you want it. He's got like three rings. <laughs> hey, my dick is where uh, I want it. The precious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know what's going on here. Kyle, do you have one? Uh. SARS, your turn. Oh my god. <laughs> that was dark. I think I had a coli. I think. I can't I can't be sure. But I had it was actually I don't know if it was before you guys asked me to move down with you for the band, but I came down. Do you remember that night? I came down to rehearse and I had to leave rehearsal. Because I was getting body aches that were like, you know, you get how your body aches when you get the flu. Mm-hmm. I was getting like next level body aches, like. Yeah, but isn't E. coli just like just sh- spray just shit yes, crazy everywhere? It's yeah. coming. Yeah. So it started with these body aches, and they were just so extraordinary. And I started driving home, and to make matters worse, I ran over like someone on the drive home, the like forty minute drive home from Tiverton, Rhode Island, to where I lived. Uh, oh, to to Boston. Holy shit, it was a long ass drive. <clears throat> And uh, on the way there with my body aching and everything, this is not to do with the sickness, but it's just fucking insult to injury. I end up running over like a bumper in the road. And um, I had my dad sob at the time instead of my Jeep. And the bumper exploded underneath my the sob I was driving. And it like cut the muffler off. Okay. So then it was loud as fuck. <laughs> Fuck. For the whole drive home. Uh, so uh, Oh my god. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, and I have to. And the, my body's aching, and I'm listening to Satan that, scream. I can at imagine the top of his lungs. That's what I imagine the sound that Peter's face makes when he is all <laughs> uh, when you about, about to fucking explode. That's what happens when you pop it. My face na- makes that sound anyway. Regularly, <laughs> just. But then I got home. I, I went, to, went to CVS, and I, had, I just. Uh, drank a bottle of uh, Tylenol, basically. I, I just shoved them all in my mouth, and uh, I was I was out of work for uh, a full week, and I was shitting my brains out every day to the point where I was starting to shit out like what looked like algae. Like I wasn't shitting anymore. It was uh, what no, was happening was you, my you got a cleanse, motherfucker. My fucking you want to talk about cleanse? I was shitting out the bacteria that lived in my gut. Shitting that out point. algae. Uh, That's what I was looking at. My gut lining was expelling itself. Oh. Now the only reason I think it's a quick fast forward. I ended up having to go to the ER, 
Uh, I had multiple IVs over multiple hours because I was so severely dehydrated. It was so bad. Uh, I remember walking to the grocery store, which was like an eighth of a mile away. And I was, I've never been so weak where I, I had to, I, I sat down in an aisle. My body was like done. And I had to like regain my strength. And I just sat down in the grocery store aisle and leaned up against the, the aisle. I just sat there. I'm picturing like, you I was like dying. the back of your hand to your forehead, yeah. like, oh, I'm going, I'm going down. <laughs> yeah. If only I could have been. So, as so graceful? Yeah, so graceful. I know I that. Um, people instead, got I just I sat down and shit myself. You know, I, I don't, we, we didn't get to hear um, if, if Patrick had a story. He might be the saving grace. But from this, uh, you guys are gross ass fucking Ben. Like, I'm, <laughs> 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 one of you guys is shitting crazy. One of you guys has got um, exposed sores in your all throat. All three of you got The other guy's face is all fucking popped All up. three of us got the sores in our throat. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> Dude, that was, it was, I think I'm I got E. coli because right after that, so this is at a time I ate Chipotle almost every single day because it was like my routine. Well, that explains everything. Yeah, dude. And what? Wait, where did the news for that? Shit? I don't know if anybody is a detective here, <laughs> but if we go back about 35, 30, 37 seconds now, Alex was like, "I got home. I had about a a, a bottle of Tylenol. I had two. I stopped right there." <laughs> you shat yourself out because you had a drug overdose of Tylenol. There's no E. coli involved. I mean, seriously, dude. You My have the acetamina shits. Oh, wow. Wow. The acetamina shits. Golf clap. Acetamina shits. Golf clap. I'm going to tell my dad about shits. that. Acetamina shits. So that, are those are, that's good, too. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's good, too. Acetamina. Yeah, man. That was my worst. That was the worst sickness I think I ever had. There you go. You turned your mic off by yourself. I didn't do it. Yeah, you touched it. I didn't touch it, dude. <laughs> it was oh. it was, well, it was off, dude. <laughs> I didn't touch that motherfucker. You probably touched it. With All right, did you? It was probably your goatee. No, Re- reached around and fucking <laughs> grabbed yeah. it. Yeah. Was that one of your fucking no, magic no, tricks? I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not crazy. See? See? No, see, I, how, see how it's going in and out? <laughs> Dude, like, stop! I can hear you fine. Now it's on. Maybe it's the headphones in, cause maybe it's the headphones, cause I can. We can hear you fine. Yeah, Emma, can you hear me tapping on this? Yes, we can hear you tapping. Stop yeah. doing that. <laughs> Am I tapping that? Must be the headphones. So I'm dropping the headphones. <laughs> you know what? I'm dropping this conversation. I'm going outside. And All right. Well, is, take, that well, half, we'll, is that half? Is that half time? We'll take a, we've actually gone more than half. So, yeah, that whole <laughs> that whole first segment was uh, just rambling about you guys and your. Bed sores or whatever mm. it is. Yeah. Wow, that was the whole first. Oh, I'm so Bed sorry. You guys Every are like time me. I come in here, I'm like, we're going to do better this time. We're going to have better conversation, more oh, no, to the it point. goes downhill every time. We just fucking talked it's about getting being worse and worse. sick. All right. Uh, nothing's, All right. Nothing's worse than we're, me we're gonna time. We're going to end up like the, uh, the the family, like the old people in uh, in in Willy Wonka, just in a bed, in the, middle, in the living room, just... It just drinking just, cabbage yeah, water. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we'll see you guys in a minute. All right, we'll be right back. Dude, that song is incredible. I don't know how a pop song can have that much complexity and and that beautiful of a melody. I do, because Beach Boys did it, but Mm -hmm. Glenn Campbell. Glenn Campbell. He's got another one that's, um, hang on, it's a really, it's another one. Well, he did that, he does that that famous country song, uh, um, now I'm not going to remember it, but he wears, uh, Rhinestone Rhinestone Cowboy Rhinestone Cowboy yeah. But uh, by the time I get to Phoenix Dude that tune is like Beautifully written I mean that song blows me away 
Sally that and it. Wichita lineman. What is it about those oh, songs? All kinds of all kinds of like um, harmonic uh, twists to it. Wichita lineman is more of a jazz head than it is a pop song. Well, the melody say, is really is really flowing, and it's it, the phrasing is not consistent, and it changes key like two or three times, like like it has modality to it. Huh. And it's like if I could, if I tried to sing you the melody right now from I, I'd probably screw up a note or two because I can't remember where it steps. No way. Yeah, it's really and it's and it's a really famous yeah. country song. That's. That blows me away, man. That that song that song is really beautiful. Dave Zinno, th- th- uh, a jazz musician, hipped me to that song. Hmm. He was like, he's like, dude, I, you you have to listen to this song. This is like, the phrasing, the melody. It's really complicated. It's hey, one Google. of the best songs. Shuffle Glenn Campbell. It's gonna play a bunch of crap. Also, working in the Country Music Hall of Fame, at the restaurant that I work at, Sick. people talk about Glenn Campbell as. Like one of the gods of country music, but a crossover artist as well. Just in just in that he wrote great popular music. He's he was in the Wrecking Crew. I mean, the Wrecking Crew were those session musicians that played with the Monkees, the Beach Boys, yeah. all that session stuff. Yep. So I'm sure he was hanging around with people like Brian Wilson, digging on that stuff. Cause cause to me. A little sidetrack here, but to me, the the coolest and the best pop song ever written is "God Only Knows" by the Beach Boys. Dude, you that oh, is yeah. that is one of the most incredible. That, that every song. time I listen to that song, it, it like blows my mind. How that song is one, it's a hit, yeah. and two, the melody is just one of the most beautifully written melodies I've ever heard. Christine, you love that little bit. It it straddles every line like between between what you expect and what you what surprises you yeah yeah the chorus is very simple and then the verse da da dee da da doo dee da da dee doo dee yeah da 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 doo doo dee oh i did the wrong phrase da do dee doo doo dee da all of it, every every oh, bit of that. that you say that because I, structure is I listened so to that song last night with my buddy, a couple of my buddy my musician friends that I, where I'm playing with. Um, they came over and we're just talking, you know, some business about what we're going to do next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're listening to the Beach Boys. It's funny that you. Huh. No way. Dude, so yeah, many of those, that, and yeah. it almost seems cliche to talk about this because we're I'm with musicians, so you guys already know everything I'm about to say. But for the listeners out there, especially living in a music town, being around musicians all the time, and being not only a fan but actually now like. A, a player and like a, I do music and hanging out with everybody like you even just being a fan like you you forget sometimes or you take for granted like the uh, the social cliches that we have about certain bands and you don't realize how what incredibly uh, not, not only how incredibly talented they are to get to that level but how like the changing moments like these bands were were music genre changing bands that you might think of now and you're like well you, you, now it doesn't you look back at them you're like well now it sounds you know it's kind of cliche because it's the Beach Boys or like it's Jimmy Buffett or it's even some Beatles songs you can look back at now and say, well, that's fucking su-. like that was it's kind of played out now. Yeah, but when they were doing it, they were the first fucking ones to do it. Mm-hmm. It was and that mm-hmm. that was changed like the scope of how we look at yeah, the but, art form now. Dude, nobody rocked the melodies like the harmonies like the Beach Boys. It's crazy. And that's one thing I love about y'all's bands because you guys got the harmonies down too, man. Like you we guys love, know what's we up. love doing. We've gotten we really recently do. into three part harmony a lot, which is really difficult to do. 
Um, and, and bands used to do it really well. Bands like Chicago, mm-hmm. uh, bands like the Beach Boys, obviously, um, the Beatles. The fucking but Eagles. But we've got into it. I, I got I got into it because of, of I just enjoy the texture of bands like America, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Mm-hmm. I love those. The, the harmony textures are different. It's not like there's a melody um, that's way out front in the mix, and then the three-part harmony is like, buried behind it i i like the way they texturize it as in it's it's it it sounds like one voice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh and that just is a testament to them as singers too as vocalists the eagles do it so well Uh, the eagles blow me away man i'm going um april april 14th saturday Saturday night i'm flying back to orlando just for the weekend because jimmy buffett and the eagles are playing a double headliner show at um at, at the citrus bowl and I'm going down there to see, oh, shit. to see the uh, to go to a parrot head party and the Eagles party in the same fucking night. What? That's sick, fucking awesome. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a show. That's, that's, gonna, that's gonna, crazy. gonna be crazy, crazy, crazy good show. <laughs> wow. I don't. Um, it's too bad Glenn Fry is not still around, but man, that would yeah. still. Does. Isn't it his son though that's filling in for him? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm pretty it? sure it is. Yeah, and I I hear he's pretty good. So, speaking of pretty good, here's some uh, humidor tequila. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. El humidor. Second. Uh, Second half here. It makes sense. Cheers, cheers, cheers. The person pouring the shots was like a Salvador Dali had a a couple of bad breaks. What do you mean? Here's some mouth noises for you. The beard there. Oh, Salvador Dali. Man. Speaking of which, what what were you laughing at me so hard for outside earlier? I'm waiting on it. I got another one for your goatee. Actually, you know what? No, because I want to create a mental picture for everybody. Uh, what Chris looks like right now, he looks like uh, rape on a fishing trip. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we got to explain to everybody because he's wearing that. He's wearing his uh, uh, what is that famous brand of hat you're wearing there? That uh, Patagonia. Patagonia. The Patagonia. Yeah, but it's yeah. got a it's got a trout on it. Okay. <laughs> it does. And I'm wearing a super rustic like. Yeah. Like, I live in a fucking cabin sweater. Like, it looks like you're in Iceland right now. You look like a conquistador is in the, the um, like a Spanish conquistador is in the witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> Still has the accent good. and everything. <laughs> All right, here we go. Wait, here we go. Can I get everybody? Get yourself in there, All right, here we go. One, uno, dos, tres. So, the other night we were hanging out, I and like the Hercules, um, That's nice. Alex uh, almost uh, killed me at the bar by putting me in some chokehold he was trying to exhibit to me. Yes, and uh, because you're a student yeah. of Jujitsu, Jujitsu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, here, do it to me. Brazilian, not Japanese. It was Japanese. Like sounds like something I'd do. I mean, you know it was. You know it was Japanese. It's Japanese, right? Sure. But it's it's that the the Gracie family like reinvented it. Yeah, they're like the first MMA. Careful talking about this. They're like the ones who used to. There's the original like, MMA, like, Man, I remember the I Gracie having, guys kicking, like, really yes. massive dudes. I was having this conversation with somebody today in my work, right. actually. Tim, it's funny you brought that up because I was talking about how I don't like – he was talking about MMA, and I was like, man, you know, I don't really like 
call me a pussy or lesser man or whatever you want, but I don't really like doing things for sport that are meant to be done by necessity. Like, I'm not big on hunting or fighting for sport. Like, that's not... But I will say, I do like... I did like MMA a lot better when it was when it first started out, and it was actually mixed martial arts, and it was like you have like Crazy. like like, like a, a jujitsu guy against like a capoeira guy, and then like a boxer against mm -hmm. a karate guy. But do you know it why like, it's not like that anymore? Because they breed animals from like the like now fighters are like bred, like you're bred. But to like get... you know like why that happened is because in the beginning, Crazy yes, it was like that air. because there were just all these different schools of martial arts, and they never had an outlet to face each other, mm -hmm. and then. Um, Oh, he's crazy. Finally, well, before I even oh, even touch on that, just in just generally speaking, at first the like UFC and all the like what what else is there like Pride and all that shit. Yeah. I don't know what came what, first. What, but I think Pride's the first name. It was like a, <laughs> what was it called when it first came out? Because you know you remember you have to pay that for that shit on pay per view or whatever. It was like. It was, it was just like mixed martial arts. It was yeah, just like, but there was but I remember like the Ultimate like, Fighting like Championship was yes, the first that's one. Hey, it was the UFC. Ultimate UFC. Fighting UFC. Championship. Is it's the UFC. Same thing? <laughs> that's We're all like, is. that's UFC. <laughs> but no, the Gracies <laughs> were involved. Started I thought back, it was something else. Started back in 1991, Yeah, but before, so you had these guys because no one knew what the best martial art was because there were all these separate schools and they never competed against each other. So then when you first had the Ultimate Fighter Championship or whatever, they just pitted all these different disciplines. But then what happened was that they basically like weeded out the martial arts that weren't actually effective. Like, mm -hmm. like kung fu, you're not going to win against a wrestler. Yeah, you're not grapplers. Because like, once like, you go to the match, it mats, weeded it out. That's yeah. why it was more appealing to you because you like the idea of different martial art disciplines coming together to face each other, which it was. Mm -hmm. But it just it natural, basically like natural selection when was you're like for a actually, winner, yeah. When you're when looking, you're looking to win winner, in a, in a no those... holds barred fight. Exactly. Um, the, what what ends up on top is boxing, Muay Thai, wrestling, jujitsu. Those are the I love, I love Muay Thai's on the guy on a horse with a jousting spear. Those guys yes. won a lot too yes. at the beginning. Dude, yes. those guys were so good at, yeah. at jousting <laughs> at, yeah. each other and killing men in a mm -hmm. gladiator style. Brick had a trident. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, hey, the guy. Look. Kung Fu's Kung Fu's beautiful, right? Like yeah. it's a beautiful martial art. To watch two kung fu people like fight, uh, kung fu people, but I'm starting to get buzzed. I just had a shot. <laughs> kung fu artist, or sure. what do you They're call called them? pandas? Someone, someone, a pandas. <laughs> to watch two pandas fight is beautiful, <laughs> but you put a panda against some dude like that weighs 60, 70, 80 more pounds than him and can also grapple like a fucking champ. Once it goes to the mats, it's over. You know what I'm saying? Which is unfortunate because I love me some Bruce Lee, Jeet Kune Do, and all that yeah, jazz, dude. but it's like. It's just, it's, it's just like the art. Well, I, I mean, like. it's funny you say that because I and you guys are into it now, as you probably know a lot more than I do. But I, um, when I was growing up, me and my dad took martial arts for a while, like a, from like a when I was like nine or ten years old to when I, when I was maybe like fifteen yeah, or something. My dad was and a karate guy. We were in. My dad was really into all that studying the like the Bruce Lee style of how he was like kind of the original mixed martial art guy. Like he took yeah word. Like he he took all like his whole philosophy was taking all these different styles and putting them into mm -hmm. something that making his own. Like that's what the Jeet Kune Do was. Like it was his own. Like take take the best parts of everything, put it together. And, yes, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. And he was he was just an open minded, forward thinking guy, Bruce Lee. Um, and, and even like if you watch him. Uh, but what intrigues me about him was like not only that, not only was he like take the best because I love that mentality. Let's take the best parts of everything and put it together and make something even better. 
And then, but also he was like, he looks like, if you look at him right ahead, he looks like this, a skinny fucking twerp. But he had like more muscle mass index than most bodybuilders because his body was just like, he, everything he did was meant to be the perfect human being. Like he, everything he did in life was like an exercise. He, he treated everything. Do like you guys think Gracie could take Bruce Lee though? Absolutely. But, 100%. Okay. But do you think Bruce Lee, but Bruce Lee was a very intelligent fighter. Do you think he would realize that? I think maybe. Bruce Lee would win. Bruce, I think he would keep his distance. I think he would. I don't would. think. I don't think he would. I don't think he'd have. I think. A I think no. Yes, he would I, I because think Bruce his speed was. Bruce yes. had speed, I think man. Bruce Lee's the smart enough fighter to where he would realize that I cannot go to the mats with this. Champion. I'm gonna say I don't know what I'm talking about with Bruce Lee per se. Mm-hmm. Like I was into him a little bit when I was younger, but I'm. Uh, like like uh, being careful not to say stupid stupid shit. I really think if if you're like yeah maybe maybe with your with his speed kind of like you're saying. But I honestly think man if you if he had if he was fighting someone who was like a kickboxer and a wrestler with some jujitsu experience, I, you can't avoid a takedown. You know, that's, that's also at some point most street fights because UFC is street fighting basically with skills. Whoa, you just, mean, it's street fighting with skills. Let's be honest because it's all about just like. Energy and takedown and like I mean you know well, street it, fighting it, just means no holds barred in my mind for sure because it, it's not like a karate championship or a taekwondo like or points a count Kung like Fu you can kick someone every, but you don't have to knock structured. them out it's like you have two Kung but it Fu is people but it fighting is each other like there are a lot of I think there, sure you know, is, there, there are a lot of points involved and there's there's the control of the octagon there's control of positioning yeah there's you have to be in certain positions because if it was but it's if, still if, like, if it's not just street fighting because look at when um. No, it's the, totally the, the perfect, but but it's not just refighting because though, look look at the, the perfect example match is when Seth Petrozelli fought um, took down uh, that oh was that big black street fighter that was with the big beard no. Kimbo Slice Kimbo yeah. Slice yeah. when Petrozelli took though, down Kimbo was, Slice but he was a straight up giant a, street fighter and, and body mass index he should have taken Petrozelli down but fucking he, well then you bring see, all, that's the, the that's the beautiful thing about UFC it has to be exactly it has to be the the energy you have to understand conditioning you have to be a phenomenal uh, a phenomenally conditioned athlete you have to have unbelievable wrestling you have to have phenomenal brazilian jiu-jitsu you have to then <clears throat> if you have those cover those bases covered you have to have boxing. unbelievable boxing yeah. unbelievable uh striking in the, in the sense of karate or or uh, muay thai i mean it's it's i Ooh. think more than ever you know when you really dive into UFC and mixed martial arts and the fighting, like you know, like organized fighting at yeah. this point in time, you got to dive into it a little bit more, and then you start to realize that these athletes are athletes that could that could perform well in any sport, just true athletes, and they are unbelievably disciplined and conditioned and trained, very well trained in all sorts of disciplines. Like I just said, wrestling, yeah. jujitsu, taekwondo, boxing, to the point where now it comes down to game plan and your ability to execute that game plan within a fight. And it's it's so methodical. I think people completely miss that when they're outside of the when they're outside well, the reason of the why sport I say is, when they don't realize what's going on. But yeah. it is such an it's like <coughs> if you watch a football game and you watch the New England Patriots fight. Uh, fight. New England Patriots play Kinda. the uh, <clears throat> they're about to play the Eagles, right? There's there's so much attention paid to the coaching and the sh- the strategic aspects of the game yeah. that allow them to get to a point where they're going to advance. Where that's actually to- a good analogy because you look, you have certain fans that watch the football game and they and they see 
the barbaric hitting they want head-to-head yeah. compact or, or, or they, they're those fans like myself and i'll admit like like i'm one of those fans who's like throw the fucking ball i want to see big plays right but you and and then there's other fans who don't see the or who are into the strategy of it. Who would like see like there's the fact that there's a coach for every almost every player that there's every position has a coach. I every, mean, if you think about MMA, in the same way that you just you were talking about football, yeah. there are Several coaches, coaches for one. You get dude, cornered yeah, by four yeah. or five guys. I think it's four guys, and they're generally the coaches that train you in very specific elements so, of your you know a lot about getting cornered by four guys right <laughs> god damn it you are in a band after well, look, all hey can i defend myself the reason why i said street fight is because it goes in the mats in like in, in, in all like boxing you don't go to the mats in like like in in normal everyday life you're not going to have an understood fact that we're not going to take it to the ground we're not going to do that thing that's the reason why i call it street fighting because it's like it's it's not like a kung fu versus kung fu or karate competition or a fucking whatever. It's like it's it's it, whatever. It's like street fighting. Anything it's like it, it could stay up. It could go to the fight. I mean, how many UFC fights have you seen where they rarely went to the ground? You know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of matches where the right motherfucker is going to take you down. You know what I mean? Right, but, and it's it's actually like a really that's why I like it. That's why I like of it. Think, of way of thinking yeah. of fighting. There's this really incredible Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Might go to the mats, dude. You this know really incredible like, Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner and coach. His name's John Donaher, and he has this this view or this this you know this idea. It's like if you're gonna fight somebody, what is the best place for you to have an advantage, mm-hmm. and or or, or where is the the where is the place in a in a fighting scenario where you are let the least open to explosive powerful movement if you think about the animal kingdom if you think about how animals fight and how animals interact the first thing that animals try to do the first thing that people try to do is bring things to the ground because when you bring things to the ground, explosive movement is void. Mm-hmm. If you if you're talking about a right hook from a dude standing on his feet in comparison to a right hook from a dude you're using that hip that to lay is, it in there, dude. Like. Right, a right hook from a dude that's on the ground that's in guard. You're talking about a completely different uh, uh, level of power. You know what I mean? So like bringing the fight to the ground is actually. It's the smartest thing to do because you're 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 voiding if you're on top. You're nullifying yeah. the power that your opponent can. If you have the advantage. In- <clears throat> it is better to be on top generally, but not necessarily. I mean, we've yeah, seen in the UFC <laughs> that you've <laughs> <laughs> we've seen people choke people who are on top of them. Uh, that Again, famous Ezekiel yes. choke. Um, I think who I did, did that? The, I think I did the Ezekiel choke last night. <laughs> Cause I fucking showed you, and you went home and practiced it. <laughs> Proud of you, kid. Um, I gotta get laid somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, <laughs> dude, I was looking at at a um, Bruce Lee. Apparently, according to the quick search I did, was like 141 pounds at 5'8", which uh, mean motherfucker. Yeah, right. Jesus God. But uh, Dillashaw and and Connor are like just below and just above him. But I can't imagine like. Well, that's also another thing about Bruce Lee is that he's also a different time. Like, it's not like Bruce Lee operated in today's time. Like, if you had Bruce Lee's mind in today's time, he'd be, he'd be, he probably, he probably would be able to beat he everybody. He also fought because in of his. He never actually. No, yeah. Fought. No, he. I think he, he did. Fought. Yeah, yeah but he fought not in like an organized. No, I, I think he did, but not sense. like, not like UFC. No, you're right. You're right. right. He didn't do that, but he did. Like, he did fight in competitions and rings and did do shit like that. He, he did that. 
Um, well, especially, especially when he I'm created Jeet Kune Do and he started Gr- trying McGregor. to produce. When he like when he created Jeet Kune Do, which is like a stripped out version of Kung Fu, like I you can't. said, Kung Fu. But you know that's when he Play started like second. doing demonstrations. Uh, but anyways, what's, yeah, what's I'm, I'm, I don't think he could he could take like uh, Conor absolutely. McGregor. I believe it. I believe speed and accuracy trump me. strength all day because you know what? To some degree, his bones are the same as Conor McGregor's bones. A hit in the head for him is the same as a hit in the head for Conor McGregor. It's Some not like Conor McGregor also. has this like layer of head muscle that's going to protect him. He doesn't. No, some people he have also doesn't have a layer people, of muscle yeah. that's any different on his ribs. Yeah. So Bruce <laughs> Lee, with speed and accuracy and velocity, could be. I'm not saying he would. I think Conor has reach. I, was I think Conor also has mass reach in his punch because his yeah. fist is bigger. Yeah. But that doesn't make. If you have longer arms, you hit harder. And you have the reach. You have the capacity have, to hit harder. Yeah, because you have... Bruce Lee hits harder because he's close and compact. Connor knows that as well. But you, these, these two athletes could both beat the piss out of each other. Right. It's who hits more accurate. And look, it's I'm not, it's not who's bigger. And I, I don't think anybody's denying the fact that there's a little bit of fame factor behind the name of Bruce Lee. Obviously, it, it, there's a lore behind him. You want to, you, you, we build him up as like this obvious, like this greatest fucking fighter. But if if you if you were to break it down, and again, you're saying he was a different time period. Yeah. If, if you were to break it down, though, I still will fight. It, and it's not it. If you give everybody, if you give anybody else his name, like it doesn't even have to be Bruce Lee. You just give any fighter with his kind of body style and his and his work ethic to it. I still think they would be able to put up a good fight against any modern fighter because just the way that, like you were saying, yeah, this, the, the, he wasn't. I'm sorry, to cut you off. No, he no. wasn't. Bruce Lee wasn't just another guy who was just taking orders from somebody and learning how to fight. Bruce Lee was inventing how to fight. Yeah. If you had his mind in today, let me put it to you this way: if you teleported Conor McGregor back into Bruce Lee's day. Like you just took Conor McGregor now and age wise to, to, to uh, Bruce Lee, Bruce I think Conor McGregor would win back then. Like if you took him with his skills and everything and just teleported him and they were the same age, I think Conor would win because of the modern techniques, the modern all that shit that we understand. But if you took Bruce Lee and put him in today's world with his mind, the way he could figure shit out and like openly like how he would discard what's useless and take on what's useful. He was such like a genius when it came to that that Bruce Lee might be like way crazier than Conor McGregor in terms of success. It's a really hard is yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm not Bruce looking for the answer. Lee I'm just looking for the conversation. Would synthesize that information probably within a few moments. That's what though. I'm saying. That's my point. Even It'd be like then. those uh, those movies where you see oh, people oh. fighting and they It'd be like the Matrix and shit for him. He'd be like, he would be able to judge moves before they happened and kind of like. But I guess everybody kind of instinct has to do that, right? Like instinct. I bet even like, like Connor. Like I don't, I don't know that much about modern fighters. So, but I bet even McGregor. I, I know he's a great fighter just from what I've heard and from what I've seen him fight. But I bet even though, like, even him based on instinct, like probably can do that same thing. Probably like judge like what's. You Connor know, he, Connor is is shot. You know he's he's been one of those fighters that. Uh, is very methodical about his approach, and he's very uh, cerebral about his pro- his approach. And he talks about Bruce Lee being a huge influence as, of his, and has talked about that for years. Also, never underestimate and, the Irish. And Connor, like when he beat, <laughs> you gotta yeah, like what Kyle just said a minute ago was actually really really cool because it was a it was a almost like a compliment of Bruce Lee, and it was a a quote 
almost word for word of what Connor said after he beat um, Jose Jose Aldo, and it was, oh man, it was like uh, accuracy beats power, speed beats. Something. I, know what you're I don't remember exactly a, either. A, something very similar to what you I said. I thought it was there's accuracy there, beats I thought power. It was, there's speed. two people that know kung fu: the Chinese and the king. Anyway, at the end of the day, that's what it was. This was a long ass tangent. Yeah, but it was pretty much exact, almost word for word, what Connor said at the end of one of his fights, with the fight that he beat Jose Aldo, and it was. Turn that up. This song. And it was. It, oh, it's the yeah, it's just it's an incredible about? quote because he 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 believes very much in the the Bruce Lee mentality. Ready. All right, guys. If I got any final thoughts on this, because I want to move on to some things I actually had to get some important topics. Oh yeah. no, I want to uh, go directly actually, for your important topics. Really quickly, uh, Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic, which is uh, the light heavyweight champion oh, versus the heavyweight champion. Yeah. Just got announced. That just came to Wait, me. Wait, who? What just got announced? Daniel Cormier, the light heavyweight champion, is gonna champion, fight Miocic. Is gonna fight. Get the fuck Stipe out. Stipe Miocic, the heavyweight champion. Get the fuck on out. On July seventh of two thousand eighteen. That's it's amazing. a massive fight. It's a that's an. Dude. Also, anyway, also, this just, isn't an MMA podcast. You also just, just announced one. when a spider bites your dick, it's called getting a miochich. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> How many podcast names are you going to come up with in one night, you motherfucker? I'm impressed. Hey, will you grab me one, Hey, Pete, will you grab me one? All the way around. Just bring uh, them all. That yeah, was uh, you grab me a Rompo, something else. Actually. So, I... I got a couple of jokes to talk about, but I got one thing that I actually did want to talk about tonight. Please. Because I want to get your guys' input. I want to tell the story. Okay. So, last weekend, uh, my girlfriend was having like a tough weekend, so I was like, baby, we're going to do whatever you want to do. Let's, let's just... It was Friday night. Got up, we both got off work. Like, let's just... We'll shout out to Faith, though. Your... Killer show at Gordon. Yes. Uh, killer show at Gordon. Sorry. So... Go ahead. Continue. But... So, we go out, and uh, she, she wants to go to this, this tea house on... On the east side, called High Garden. I've been there. You have. Yeah. Okay. Well, don't spoil my, my story first because I won't. Because I didn't know there was such thing as a tea house. I didn't know what that was. Um, but this is not just any tea house. This is like uh, so we we go there, and uh, it was not bad. I want to preference. Uh, I'll do the redhead. Thank you. So. Uh, so I, I want to make sure that everybody knows any jokes One, I'm about to say or or not. Two, three. I actually liked the place, but it's just I was I was taken off guard because you walk in there, and I literally stepped into like a Shakespearean like play like with the witches' cauldron and all like there was I I I, I walked like into Perry, Di- I walked Harry into Potter I walked into shit. Diagon Alley pretty much like it was <laughs> it was like there was literally there was like um, yeah there was like vines and like tea vines hanging from the ceiling there was jars with potions on them on the walls tinctures. Is yes, That's there was. Yeah, and you know what else? Fermenters. It, and, I was in, right. in the back room, there was like I heard a bunch of like cackling. I think there was a coven back there, <laughs> and I've like I figured like I was gonna. I thought I was gonna wake up. Like, I was like, if I drink this tea, I'm gonna wake up in a in a pot with like of stew, like like um Bugs Bunny, 
like with the with the carrots and around me. Absolutely, yeah. somebody you had a up, wand. You'd be in there. No, there was there. I walked. This place was straight up like a witch's. Like, oh, they were with, gonna burn you down. This, this and was take like her ashes this, this was a Italian this was, seasoning. This was a witch's witch grocery crap. store, dude. There were things on the wall. Like I wrote them down. I'm not joking with you. There was jars lining the walls with um like herbs and potions in them, and they had names uh like uh let me see. Oh, first of all, I went to order a tea, and it was. I was like, oh, they, they, I'm gonna order something just like some, some like I, and they they come in like these these mugs that are all like misshapen and like kind of cool looking. It's like very like hipstery and kind of weird. Even like the places where you sit are like just little alcoves carved into like. They're just tables uncomfortable and stuff, enough like, to make you realize. Yeah, think yeah. About where you're sitting. But yeah. and they so totally. I'm like, well, this is I, I I can get down some tea. I like new experiences. I'm just, something that she likes, so I can be into it. Cool. So I order some. I'm looking down the menu. I'm like, oh, this shit looks pretty cool. Like, it's Saturday night. We're getting ready to maybe go do something. I'll get something that's gonna kind of like perk me up a little bit. I was like, oh, this has got a little bit of caffeine in it. This uh, it's got some, like, it. some some peppermint or something like. That. Uh, Thank oh, you, oh, Peter. oh, this one's got birch bark in it. I think I'll get the birch bark. That, that always is a good time. Mm-hmm. And but there was stuff on the wall like uh, turkey tail extract was one of them. Huh? I remember. Uh, there was like a tobacco leaf tea, which I thought was pretty interesting. Who's the guy that acquires a turkey tail asterisk? Yeah, dude. Uh, his <laughs> name is Mr. Vink. There's, dude, v- here we go. V- we have um, this, these are actual names taken off the wall. I did not make any of this up. Uh, turkey tail extract, cat's claw, blessed thistle, colt's foot, blue vervain. And, and meanwhile, I'm thinking like, what uh, the fuck, dude? Yeah. These are all enchanting ingredients this is, in this Skyrim. Is, this is from fucking that that movie that that game Dragon Age. This is from that fucking. It's from Skyrim. Yeah. It's cold or maybe like, b- even Bloodborne. <laughs> no, dude, you don't fucking craft or you don't right. fucking. It's out. Al- those are alchemy ingredients yes. in Skyrim. For if Christ I put sake. if I put these all into you fool, dude, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and there was like, even the guy behind the fucking counter was like had this like bl- wizard beard, <laughs> and I was just like. It kind of looked like Chris. With like Chris looks like a wizard in, hi- in, in high school. <laughs> he was like a wizard who didn't get his full beard yet. <laughs> you know what? But I got that magic stick, so kiss my motherfucking ass. Yeah. Kiss in, my swollen more, mid-dick in, dip. And in, in one more. One <laughs> I can't talk about some no, fucking dude. drugs. This, this place was like it, it was. I walked into an enchanted forest. It was insane. You are an enchanted. Forest. More way than one. Jesus Christ! I got it out. <laughs> so anyway, to, long story short, I got the blessed no, thistle. I got the, I got the blessed thistle tea, and now I'm an angel. So, but have you guys? So what have you got? Have you guys done something for like? For your, and I actually ended up liking it. It was nice. So, have you done something for like your girls or something that you thought was gonna be kind of shitty and kind of and like kind of stupid at first, and then you actually ended up enjoying it? Nashville Ballet. I mean, I dated really? a ballerina for a while, so I mean, as a dude, you're like, fuck, we don't care about the ballet. It's amazing. Like, I've heard it this. It really is amazing. I've heard this from guys. Exactly yeah, what you yeah, just said. It's amazing. This. It's beautiful. It's it's like seeing a. a it's, it, I, just, I can't describe it. It's amazing. Like a yeah, symphony was, with bodies? A national like, symphony and, and people and just the sheer, you know, you guys are striking me as athletic sort of dudes. So it's like the sheer. Thank you. 
athleticism and beauty of, of the human body. I think this explores. podcast has been a symphony it's just, of bodies. Uh, <laughs> it's just, yes, this You're podcast is another crazy. fucking name. You but no, it's beautiful. It's like a play without words. Actually, but, you know, I keep a list of things to do with my dude, wife. My girl was like, one day she was like, you have a list of things to do on your phone? She was like, my girl one day was like, butt sex would be You should do it. I think we're winding the podcast down. I can always tell when it's time to wind the podcast down everybody starts talking over each other. And then... We need to turn this music down in the background. It's distracting me so much. Someone told me to turn a fucking Glenn Campbell song. Yeah, 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 we need to turn it back down for a minute. Because I cannot focus. Because the songs are so good. But. Kind of. They're just fucking loud. That was that song, Wichita Spider Dick. (laughs) Natural dick ring toss. I don't know. Dude. What was your question? Have you ever done something for your girl that you thought was gonna be stupid? Yes. And then it turned out and like an it. Like out, that, I was natural like ballet. Oh, well, yours was natural ballet. What's yours? Um, I don't. I licked grass. Actually, I didn't do it with her. I mean, no. The tea that I had. Elaborate, please. Because the tea that I had, like, it was good when it was really hot. But then we got back to her place afterwards, and it, it kind of cooled down in our cups because we had. Because first of all, this, the place. Closed at like nine o'clock. We were like, it's fucking Friday night. Like, it, you close at nine o'clock. It's, it's a tea house. Tea yeah. So, I mean, what do you so expect? we, uh, everyone's gonna I know. go to bed. I guess I People saw drink that. tea between like four and seven in the afternoon. Yeah. That's like the so we, we take it. They didn't just like, and they, they had the best way of like asking yeah. us to leave. They were like, do you guys want those to go? And we're like, oh, you're kicking us out, aren't you? So, because like apparently the coven in the back was making a bunch of noise and they were like, they had to do like their, their pentagram stuff. So we, <laughs> Went out, <laughs> so we left, and by the time like the tea started cooling off a little bit, I was like, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I hate doing right now. But I was like, I was like, and she she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I think I just licked some grass, and I I I actually like, I had to take the, you know like the little coffee cup tops with like the little hole, in the t- mm-hmm. and I, at the I was like down to the bottom of my tea, and I was like going like this, like trying to get like the last little bit of tea out the bottom, and actual leaves came into my mouth. Yeah, because it's natural, dude. There's like leaves in my mouth. I'm like, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> Tony, you're like, such a bitch. You got to be ready yeah. for that, man. <laughs> dude, there's leaves in my mouth. I didn't. Yeah, because oh tea. My God, <laughs> they're, called, they're called tea leaves. Yeah, but they're supposed to come in a little bag, this is the right? the most first world fucking problem fucking situation I've ever had. <laughs> Holy shit. You just pivoted. Pete, you go ahead. I'm going to pee. Dude, you. We're going a different direction. Go ahead, Pete. All right, first world problems while you pee. I just want to say, I experienced a couple, I'm happy to be here a, too. a couple of videos today from. So, all right, so I work in a restaurant where there are a lot of uh, Hispanics from. Different you work countries. at Donks, don't you? I work at a restaurant <laughs> called Bajo Sexto Taco. It's a great, great restaurant. There are some Guatemalans there. There's some uh, Hondurans. There are Mexicans. There are, like a lot of Hispanics. And this one dude showed me today, he was talking about, like, some of the struggle that they have going on in their country, Mm -hmm. uh, the divide that they have in their country and and the the power struggle. And he showed me this video of a rebel, let's say, uh, really, like, just truly, I'm not going to get into the details of the two videos that I saw, but he showed me these two videos that were so unbelievably graphic Real, like real, like passions of the Christ graphic, but oh. real fucking life graphic. This is like faces videos. of death videos you used to watch as a kid. Do you remember those? Oh yeah, like uh, what was it? The actual real murders the, and shit, like real deaths happening like, on tape. Yeah, I never watched yeah. those. Yeah. Like, and these, and these, and these, 
These are like, if you talk about the 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 the, 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 free, like the freeness of Facebook, like how how easily you can share anything, mm-hmm. and, and the, the the lack of uh, of uh, regulation in a good way. They these people from from countries where they experience these types of things share videos to each other to to show their loved ones or like you know people people that are away from that that are living in the United States that are that are away from the hardship that they're dealing with in their countries what it's like what what the what the issues are like uh what the what the hardships are like and the, these videos are incredibly graphic and they're incredibly intense and I just want to say I don't want to make a big thing about it, but the the shit that's going on in this world, and the life and death that people deal with on a daily basis. Uh, what are you gonna do about it? I don't know. Nothing. Exactly. I have no idea. I'm not trying to make. I'm not. No, trying to, I mean, like, I, like, I hate to say, hey, like, hey, hey, that's not my point. Did he try to make a point? My Come point on. is this. Right, my I'm point is this. Being... Like, what that yeah, point so is, we'll get to eventually. Though. Think about, yeah, sorry. Think about the your perspective on on life and and the and the fortune that you have to be where you are and sure. experience the things that you experience. Even born where you are. In, in, in Alex said it perfectly that. today. I'm so glad my consciousness is here because sure. if it were somewhere else, it could be. It's a lot of incredibly painful. Here is a lot of breathe, Yeah, just like you know, sometimes people need to be woken up a little bit, and, sure. and, I, and that happened to me today. It was super random. I don't deal with that shit normally. Like, it's so random that this kid was like, "Hey, check out this video that I got sent to me from my cousin. That's about that showed some dude getting his fucking heart, know, scraped, heart out. scraped out of his body. Ooh. Yeah, like yeah. while he's alive, and then this other dude that was getting his head cut off." Straight up. Faces of death. I'm telling you. There were videos yeah, when, when I was, was a kid. Faces of death. When I was younger, yeah, I would look you at guys that shit. Faces of death? Wish I never they were looked hard at to it. Find. They were hard yeah. to find, but it was just like Rotten.com was the website. Yeah, dude. It was yeah. real I, ass motherfuckers When I was a little kid, I was more like religious. Life, I prayed dude. to forget the website yeah, name. I, remember, I prayed. I forget the website name. But to your point, though, it was so No, I felt like sick to my stomach. It's insane. The worst part about that feeling, the sickest thing is that like, Truly, we're sitting at a glass table staring at each other's cocks. What can we do? I mean, like, like what's there? You know, because no, no, I know. <laughs> just really, I think that my again, my point is just yeah. Think about the fact that you are fortunate. So, so fortunate. Can, so that's a, that's what I'm saying. So it's like I, I okay. can tell you this though. Quite, Sorry to make it super. No, rude. no, but I'm just saying like it, no, it makes make you it realize. Real, it makes you appreciate. Just the fact that I woke up in a very comfortable bed this morning. He turned on hot water. And my water dog was just like sleeping next to me. And some guy's getting his fucking heart dug out of a fucking uh, of his own chest. Like, it's while like, he's alive. Like, why is Indiana alive? Jones, Kali Monster. So it's like, yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you guys and the fact that we were able to do this. And, well, that's what I was going to say. Actually, Chris just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say the, the we could talk about all this like depressing real shit. But then at some point, it, would, the other side of that real shit is the fact that... Um, Instead of instead of because we everybody in this room I think all being artists in our own right can probably there's that there's that little um, me and um, Faith call it the gremlin that kind of is on your back and like makes you want you have to feed it sometimes with some of that drama like some of that alcohol and drama puts that gremlin down a little bit but that gremlin's always on your fucking back and it's easy to give into that gremlin and give into that darkness a little bit but the opposite side of that 
is to use the old devil and uh, an angel cliche is the fact that uh, without being arrogant about it, we do actually have the privilege of like how like so kind of what I was saying to you guys earlier. I wasn't making a joke about it, but we get to sit here on a Friday night and hang out with some friends and talk and, and say whatever the fuck we want without fear of being punished by our fucking yeah. government. By well, I was making I was making a joke like, with Chris. Yeah. I was like, dude, we get we get. I, uh, I, the other we were hanging out the other night watching Faith play. I was like, my girlfriend plays music. I get to do a podcast with my best friend. My favorite local band comes and hangs out with me on a fucking Friday night. Right. My favorite beer brewer gives me fucking beer on like, sponsors my podcast. Shout like out, this like, is what's like, going on. Like we actually have a pretty good fucking life here. Dude, sometimes so, I, I like I work my ass off. I'm thinking like, dude, I get to go to the podcast, drink free awesome beer. And hang out with cool people. It's like, dude, that's the life. I mean, what else is there? You know what I mean? Yeah, so r- rather than saying, know? rather than saying, and now there is a, there is an arrogance or a superstitiousness that comes with that, where you say like, well, you don't want to put yourself above people that are struggling. But so I'm not doing that. I'm not taking away from people who are struggling. I'm being thankful for the things that we do have that we can be like, man, this is fucking awesome. That like. Uh, which the people who are struggling would want you to do. Yeah. They they would want you to be like, don't take for granted what you have. Yeah. If they're if someone's getting their heart cut out, they'd be like, Tony, don't take for hey, granted. I mean, I've I've metaphorically not. had my heart cut out plenty of times. No, All seriously. Right, have any of you guys ever grown up in the projects? Fuck no. Oh, I did. Like, I fucking did. When you, you say project, like, I think I about fucking it, fifth I know grade it's like school. To grow up poor, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like we get multiple times to grow up. Hey, like, just say, motherfuckers. I can grow up. I mean, one times. time I did. But just say, motherfuckers. I know what it's like. I've literally bought food. And have you ever tried to grow up in the projects where they hey, can store beer? Have you guys beer? ever purchased food out of a food stamp packet? Before it was an EBT card, it was like literally a packet of like. Wait, stamps. I don't even know what an EBT. You, you stamp specified is. too much. The food stamp part you already lost. It was me. a video I don't even game know how that a while like, ago. They would send you books. It was like a, like a like it was like a little book, and you peeled out the fifties and the tens, and like I'm just saying, man. Never mind. Chris, Tony's, I'm, Tony's I'm, I'm laughing because I have something out. brewing, but I'm, Chris gets mad at me when I make fun of him too much. But I, I feel like Chris is Chris's facial hair is what happens when you get your hair cut on food stamps. Wow! God dang, like fuck. Yeah, they cut the wrong side of his head. This motherfucker says I'm his BF. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, you don't make fun of me enough. I like Come the beard. On. For the record, I'm saying the podcast. Yeah, like, I'm on the, actually, like wait, wait. Like on the record, I I'm also really like yeah, it. Yeah, I like the beard. I think this the is the best look I'm, I've seen. I'm the guy that's like giving but, you the advice right before God's like about to give you the what for. I'm the guy that's like, hey, hey, motherfucker. Like, I take it easy on you. I, I give it to you. I give it to you soft. Here's the deal. I, I. I have this weird thing about like I can't make fun of my friends hardcore. Like I can't. I'm not good at it it either. I'm not good at it. It's like because if I love you, then it's like it's hard for me to like really. I just have this weird disconnect. I know exactly. Motherfuckers hate what I'm talking. What you gotta realize is that sometimes your friends show their love for Wait, you. Wait, I burnt this motherfucker on the porch over there talking about hanging himself while he's jacking <laughs> off. <laughs> you, you guys don't know that. That wasn't on the podcast. That was a good burn. You were there. That but really, though, burn. like, sometimes... No, it wasn't on the show. It, yeah. was, it was colorful. Chris gets me off air all the time. <laughs> sometimes you have friends just, that, on, that on do the a air, really good job like, of expressing themselves through making well that's all that's the kind of family i grew up in we all made fun of each other because i got mad respect for everybody like i won't i won't talk shit to somebody i'm not cool with like i have to be friends with you to talk shit to you because that's why i feel more comfortable like and I, I, I'm insecurity. actually having problems. You grew with up that. on the You're East Coast. Insecure. You grew up on the East yeah, Coast. Motherfuckers right? like me we that say aren't huge. fucking insecure. 
It's only the motherfuckers that aren't insecure that don't have to poke fun all the time. It's like, you Dude, know what? I'm, I'm going to sit here in silence and know what I got. Honestly, I, like, like, honestly, like my, my deep, cock. my default is not <laughs> bust, his my actual, like true my human default is not bust cock. balls. It's just compliment. It's like way soft. Yep. Like I'm a big softy. Like really, I don't. You I don't, look like a big soft. Th- you think, look like you know what you look you like. For the compliment. You look like a Cuban caramel mixed like ice cream. That right? thing you were sucking on earlier. I want you yes. to say. I want you to understand that like I come from Is a place it? where like. No, that's the gayest shit I've ever said in my entire I life. But you are some pretty fucking white boys. It's I had to funny. learn. I had to They're learn how to talk enough. shit about my They're friends and like I had to learn how to be confident with what I what I was saying and how I was talking shit because. That was just the culture. Like sometimes mm. it's just different culture. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, also, <laughs> I mean we're, we're we're talking shit on the podcast. I want you to know I love you, Chris. We're taking a shot, podcast people. It, it's called it, share your buzz. I Get on the level, motherfuckers. Line, which makes me love you. But we're also talking to the guy who, because Chris also is a lot better at holding his feelings in and being more of a man about his stuff. And he will admit, though, I've I've I'm more. There are times when I'm the more emotional guy. Like I'll, I'll talk shit, in in jest. But when I do get emotional, like I can open up way more than Chris does. I like, grew up with a single dad though. She's me and my dad, so it's like, you know, my plus he was in the fucking dude. military. He, yeah, so that's a like, huge part. So for me, it's like, I've never once ever gone to my dad for female advice ever. It's always been my mom. Uh, but my dad's one of those dudes that's like, dude, if you're not dying, if you're not fucking bleeding, if it's not like, then shut the fuck up. He's like, and my granddad, who all, he had this motto, he's like, if you would bitch about anything, if you ever once complained about anything, it's like, what, you had problems? He had, he was from Ukraine. Problems in you your life. Problem. It's like, you know, the Ukraine is like, he's like, you have problems in your life. It's like. Not really. It's like shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how I grew up, dude. So full I, fucking circle. It right comes there. off as anybody with the Ukrainian accent. You can't talk shit to anybody about problems. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. It's like you probably. It's like, dude, Hitler came through and stole him. From his <laughs> He's family. like, but dude, I have <laughs> I have 99 problems in my life, and animals are 85 of them. Okay. Yeah. Do you know the type of bear problem we have in Ukraine? You stupid piece of shit. I have to wrestle to get my lunch every fucking day. That's pretty good. Fuck you. I think the name of the show might be Hitler Stole Me. <laughs> I love how he chimes in with new ones. But no, it's the truth, Dude, but man. I'm good at some of them. Like, like, the truth. Dude, like I, I get angry easily sometimes, but then sometimes I don't, and I, I would love... I would love for some guru to come into my life and be like, well, here's the difference for you. Here's why you get angry at these things and not these things. Like my my window, uh, windshield on my car cracks randomly because it gets cold and a piece of ice hits it mm-hmm. and it's cracked. And it's three hundred dollars out of my out of my pocket, and I'm like, for people like us, not three hundred dollars is a lot, though. Yes, it is. For me, it's a fucking shitload. But I don't get angry about that at all because in those cases, I'm like, I think about that third world shit. I'm like, dude, I'm this is a problem for me. My windshield on my vehicle cracks. Also, I don't, I don't think the talking shit thing is an anger thing. Like, I don't get angry at people. I just, I think to me, that's my sense of humor. Like, and that comes, that that's what jumps into my head first. But then. Like, I, I'm not actually angry at anybody. If like, you talk to I'm, Kyle and I, that's like that's almost how you, that's almost how you make friends. Like you, like you don't really get to meet somebody or know somebody until you start talking some real shit. Because if it's somebody like, I don't know, up? I'm not gonna hey, say shit. Hey, what's going on, man? Now like, we're now there's we're this talking. guy. Now there's we're this, brothers. There's now this we're guy friends. at my at my work sometimes, and he'll um, 
He'll walk by, and I'll walk by him. We pass each other quite a, time, quite a few times a day, and he'll smile at me, and I'll smile back at him as you do, like, he will just, hey, what, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Whatever. But this dude, this guy, his face is way too big for his head. He's got a giant face. <laughs> so, what are his eyes like dude, next to his ears? Face. Episode, <laughs> episode name, but not a big head, giant face. Just a big face. It's <laughs> a big ass face, dude. So when he smiles, it's like a big goofy fucking. So, uh, so obviously I'm at work. I just, I, he smiles at me. I smile back at him. But in my head, I'm thinking, this smiling ass motherfucker right here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but <laughs> after Nick Jr., I got a job <laughs> at Gibson. <laughs> It's so easy to bitch about the little things in life. But about see, someone smiling at but me. See, <laughs> but see, but, but that's someone I don't know. If it was Chris, I'd be like, if that was, exactly. But, but this is a perfect example of how you fuck people you know, because I don't, I don't know that dude personally. If it was somebody I knew, I'd be like, motherfucker, quit smiling at me, goddamn, goddamn teeth blinding me. But if you knew him, you would tell him that, and he, you know, it would be, it would be more right. of like a... He looks like the Kool-Aid man. Like Just love. a big it, ass... It, it's love. It's love. And now, get ready for a special song from Allegra's window. Straight from Hummingbird Alley. Is That's this space. the man you it's work with, Tony? <laughs> anyway, I think Hummingbird Alley. Is, is this him? <laughs> I think Dude. But I want to know why I get I don't get angry about my window cracking. But Pete, how many t- times do you see me get angry at people? Right, like my window cracks on my car, and I'm like, dude, I and I actually indulge in how calm I am. I'm like, man, I got perspective. I'm open-minded as fuck. I love myself. <laughs> I'm so chill about this, and I just go on about my dad. But then at work, hey, do you have a, a beef piece- taco that just has cheese on it? Like just cheese. I don't want anything but cheese. And then also, can you put lettuce on it? And then like, could you also just like make me a margarita for like nothing? Would that be cool? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll definitely stab you with a kitchen knife too. <laughs> That's an I just, but I get so mad at humans. But like, I can be so calm and like whatever. Oh, humans zen are the about. worst, dude. But I mean, is that what it is? Is just it's humans people. are the worst. Like, but I, like sometimes I'm good with it, and then sometimes I'm so bad with it. And I feel really bad about it. You know? Because I, I never just feel get bad, so mad. dude. I will feel bad about hurting an animal, but humans, I'm like, fuck you. There isn't that a thing. <laughs> It's like humans deserve it, but animals never do. It's like you deserve it. Because humans can think about things, and animals can. Hey, so what time are we hitting, Tony? I'm just curious. Oh, we're way fucked up. All right. Like, so like, can we talk about hours, you guys man. for a minute? Can we talk sure, about what sure. the band's doing? Yes. Can we talk about, just let's wrap it up with that. I mean, because we could go all night. I'm drunk. I could talk all night with you fuckers. I love you guys. Well, love one more thing. I th- I came up with a new term. Yeah, I want to hit what you guys want. Let's when, go. When there's okay. uh, one, because um, uh, I was hanging out with my other friend, Kyle, not not Barboza, but my my friend, uh, uh, or as you guys called me the other night, uh, Bar Bogarts the mic. But <laughs> I never no, said. I'm fucked with it. He ne- they never said that. I was no, I, no, I I'm literally fuck, said fuck those with words. Then. Now Tony's talking no, shit. They, I, <laughs> He's talking some real shit. Yeah. What was it? He's, <laughs> He's trying to Bar- create. What was it? I don't know. I don't know. Kyle Bogarts the mic. B- Bo- Bogarts. <laughs> Bogarts. Barboza. I'm, Kyle Barboza. I was fucking with I'm, I'm fucking with no. <laughs> Kyle Bogarts the mic. I would love to take credit for that. He just came up with that. Yeah, he just came up no, with that. No, yeah, so Alex and I, I just high-fived after he said it yeah. in agreement. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, cool, great name. No, I'm fucking with that. You guys are awesome. In fact, uh, <laughs> you guys are a way better team than me and Chris. All we do. Yeah, I know. know. 
for that. We, we, barely, we, we barely, we barely, thanks, talk. Tony. We barely, yo, 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 dude. Hey, uh, just for a second, like that's why we fucking come here and hang out and do like a non-charged Atlantic a podcast because we just want to kick it with you guys and talk some shit on a mic with you two. Tony's got a girlfriend now. I don't see guys, this guy anymore. I don't, all right, I don't you need have to cut that shit anymore. out. I'm gonna tell you straight up. Hey, bro, you, you want to hang out? I got a wife. I got plenty hey. of time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you Honey, get married, Wednesday Tony. night, I'm because hanging out with this produce, producer guy. It's, in not, it's not, it has nothing to do with my girlfriend. It has to do with the fact that Chris entered the Magician's Witness Protection Program. <laughs> <laughs> now that's love, Chris. That is love. That's where we come from. That's what Tony's doing there. All right, that's by love. the way, I want to hear what the fuck you were talking about there. Lead singer of the band. Let's hear what you were talking about. Hey, what are we, we up to, man? Yeah. Come on, let's tell them some shit. What are we up to? Yeah, you want me to go get, get off my fucking magician's beard? Let's talk about you guys. Just uh, for a minute, because I mean, we're going to wrap the show. Let's hear what you got. Okay. What we got? Uh, very soon, uh, we're releasing a single uh, that we haven't played on the show. Um, we took a couple turns. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, I heard the the podcast where you played Sex Coffee on it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, this is uh, my head is so big right now. They're like know. complimenting it's us. It's like it a spider awesome. bit, yeah. Yeah, I got a story about that actually. Um, the the weekend after I put together that podcast, I was I did something. On, oh, it was the Jags Patriots game. So, and I was uh, drunk. I was I got really fucked up because I was watching yeah, the Jags. Like either way, I was getting fucked up because I'm a Jags fan. So I was like, I was I was I was getting fucked up whether we won or lost anyway. But once we ended up losing, I was like, well, this is I'm just and I I was hanging out with my buddy Kyle. Not that you're not my buddy, but my other buddy Kyle. That was, but and you guys have heard him on the show before. And we were hanging out. We were so when the Jags ended up losing, I was like, well, now I'm really gonna get fucked up. So. We, I don't know what Chris is doing over here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I know they were like, doing. don't worry about like, it. Like pour us around. It's like, dude, it's yeah. like literally like, <laughs> yeah. We all threw like our shot glasses hair at the same time. And there's a nose hair of tequila. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. I don't need it's any. A hummingbird's just, beak I'll, worth of tequila. This is just for an, a little sip for all of us to know that hey, <laughs> this is what tequila tastes like. This is it. <laughs> Go on, please. So I get I get really messed up and um. Uh, I have to have my girlfriend come pick me up from the bar because I'm like I can't get home, and I passed out in the car. She was all p- she, she wasn't pissed, but she was like making fun of me. She was like, "Yeah, you passed out in the car. That you drink a lot." Because well, then, because on the way home, I was like, "We need to get me- food." I was like, "Let's stop at cilantro to get Mexican food." So we went to the bar and I ordered like the biggest beer they fucking had, and it was like a it, they put it they, they put this beer on the bar, and there was like. And it like dust flew up from the side of it. It was like it was fucking like it, it was Cilantro's a giant. Cilantro is only open till nine p.m. By the way, yeah. <laughs> it's like we haven't poured a beer in this this size glass. <laughs> yeah, it was Sunday, so I was day drinking. <laughs> and so I fi- finally, please, someone call this fucker out on finally something. We, finally, Thank we get you. we get home, and then, and I'm just I'm I mean my team lost. I was like I just I was in a shitty fucking mood and. And it was like, I, I got one day to fucking, you know, just get this all out. I was hungover as shit. So the next morning I woke up and I was fucking, this was the same weekend I put together that show where I played Sex Coffee on the show. So the next morning I woke up and I was rushing because I, like, I was late. And, you know, I was every time, whenever she spends the night, I was trying to deal with something in the morning before I leave. So I was like, I was already running late. So I go to get my fucking coffee. And I always, I had to take my fucking, like, I was taking some B12 so I can try to, like, wake myself up. So I went to go pour myself some of that this crystallite lemonade I have in my fucking fridge, 
and I use I I had a glass next to my fucking coffee cup, and I poured the fucking lemonade into my goddamn coffee cup mm. that already had fucking coffee in it. But I was so freaking like hungover. Mm. I was like, I need this coffee. I'm taking this with me. I'm drinking this oh, fucking lemonade coffee. Oh, that is some buffoonery right there. So, and it wasn't actually that bad. But the whole way to work, I was like, really? there's lemonade in my morning coffee. And I was I was singing your guys' fucking song. In my morning coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah, you're goddamn right there was. I'll cheers to that. There's lemonade in my morning coffee. There's so much fear, but gotta take a poo. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! You know I'm feeling so hungover. How about you? All right, so 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 we got what what do you got going? Tell us about it. Uh, we got a. I think the best song we've ever released uh, is gonna come out in a couple weeks, and uh, <laughs> and uh, it's called it's called here. Don't Run, and uh, it's I think it's our first marketable single that we've ever come out with, yeah. and that's uh, that's the next couple weeks. It'll be out. Then we've got a show right after that to kind of celebrate it at nice. the East Room nice. in okay. East Nashville yeah. on the twenty fourth of February. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. Um, a lot to look forward to this year. We are rebranding, as we talked about in the last it's weird the that last you time say we were on the show. First marketable so. single because it's true. When I listen to your shit, it's like, dude, a lot of it's really catchy. So it's like, so what makes you think that this particular track is your first marketable single? Um, I think it's it? I think it's marketable to our to uh, more people. Honestly, I think I think we're we've been a niche band since we 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 started. What's the name I of your think, band? What's the name of it? Uh, CTA, Charge the Atlantic. All right. This um, one, yeah, I just want to hear you say it. Yeah. So uh, sounds good. Rolls off the tongue. And uh, Charge the Atlantic is going to do big things this year. 2018 is going to be a good year Fuck for yeah. us. And it's very early in the year, and we're we're looking forward to releasing this first single because after this one, on the heels of this one, is going to be another and another. But you guys are going to so, pop off this summer with slot. Mayday Brewery show. I would really hope so. I would we're, love to. We're play trying to Mayday set up a Brewery Mayday. Charge the Atlantic, charges into Mayday Brewery. Let's do it. The cans will be topped and popped. We should do a beer called the Sex Jeffs. Coffee that is mm. like a like a, a coffee stout, mm. like a like made a with bit, semen, a little, little chocolate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's actually <laughs> it runs. Didn't see that coming. It's actually the the it, it's we're made. We're not talking about sperm. We're literally talking about made from the sweat of seamen, men who work on the sea. That's mm-hmm. that's what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, that's what I meant. I didn't mean the. Ejaculate. No. Oh, gross. gross. Weird. Gross. Too much. I mean, Um, it's actually spicy. Too aromatic. We need less floral. What happens when you don't want the beer smelling like a fucking public pool, man? Anyway. Um, Anyway, you asked me what we were. You asked me what we were up to. Uh, That's what we're up to. That's it presently. Uh, We're just gearing up to release that. We've got album art coming in. uh, You know, hopefully this week. You guys have seen uh, Goodwill Hunting. Right, the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At yeah. the end of the movie, when he's like, "Oh, I hope someday that you're," I show up into your house and you're not there, and the movie's not fucking there. Yeah. But I know eventually, uh, you guys are like, and, and I'm gonna be a fanboy for a minute. You guys are gonna be famous. You guys are gonna fucking pop off eventually, and eventually, I'm, I hope one day I call you guys to come on the podcast, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh no, we're all booked up." Oh, and actually, one day I hope I call you, and you're like. Who? Who's this? Never. Find That's out. the greatest compliment I've ever heard, and I hope also, that fucking happens. Also, also never. Also, never. yeah, that would fucking never happen. I don't give a fuck, dude. Maybe if we were like nineteen, Excellent. like, and yeah, we were so yeah. caught up in shit, doesn't, but dude, doesn't even matter. I'm motherfucking thirty you don't years even old. To, you don't even have to explain no it. There's no way I would give a shit about anything. Don't even have to explain it. I don't care it. about I anything. Like, I look forward to the opportunity. This is the type of group that is that is loyal to 
to everybody that supports us, and yeah. you guys have been supporters of us since, yeah, dude. Bef- you know. Well, I, I think we had a lot days. of fun tonight with you guys just hanging out. Yeah. Like, I like we, we appreciate like, you guys. You guys, so you guys much. we hung out the other night, and you're like, oh, we just want to come by and just hang out and bullshit, not talk about the band and stuff. And I really but, liked so, how tonight went. It was a it was a fun night because we you guys are also like there will be a second date. You guys are also you guys are all super funny too. So I would love hanging out with you guys You're like super quick. Actually, that's a good fucking Stop time. Acting all cordial, Tony. Like this is like the first date. We need to like make sure right. we you all know, you know you're actually, gonna get actually, it. Actually, I appreciate it. We're gonna I'm do out. another podcast. Yo, in that case, we're gonna have a great hurricane, fucking time. Hurricanes out. Like in that case, pull your dicks out. You guys, hey, smoke some tobacco. I just want to say Liverpool. What's up? Oi, oi, indeed. <laughs> okay, we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys next hey, week. Hey, everyone, um, thank you for listening. That was awesome. Here's from uh, Chris is not here right now, but is he is like the leader of. Mic? He looks like Chris looks like um, Sergeant Pepper's lonely douchebag <laughs> band. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Tony Yo, Shark. That's, hey, that's love. That's <laughs> love. Tony Shark. <laughs> Yo, Chris. Chris, that's love. I love the, I love these love. guys. From from a that's member of Charge the Atlantic to your ear. While they're no, talking we're all shit. Douchebags. I fucking we're all love this podcast. Band. I love we're these all guys. So to all you out there who watch Share the Buzz, have a good evening. We'll see you uh, next Friday. Hey, this is Justin Hamill. Just making a guest appearance. <laughs> we're going to leave you with uh, one of our favorite classical pieces. This is John Cage's 423. Enjoy. Enjoy.